Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Thank you, the tramp. Um, so, give us a call. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Here's the thing. You'll be quiet. I'm going to read this bit from this book. There's a bit of reading here um, and a little bit of thinking that needs to um, be done, if you're up for it, okay? And it's from a book. It's a good book. Uh, It's called A Gentle Path Through the Twelve Steps by Patrick Carnes. It's a good book. It's a good book. Whether you're doing the twelve steps or not, it's a good um, way of... um, just kind of having a little look at yourself and your life and your attitude and um, um, how you think your life's going. And there's a bit in step two and three here, um, which I think is a really interesting little exercise. And I've thought about doing this for ages and I just thought, ah, I don't know, it's a little bit, you know, and it is a little bit, uh, you know. Um, it's not going to generate millions of calls. It might generate zero calls. I don't know. But actually, the call the call number isn't that important for this because um, I know that um, it will plant a little seed in your nut. Your little seed will be planted. And some of you will um, 
will kind of be thinking about this as I read it out. And some of you will go off and do other things. And some of you will sort of half be listening and you might have a little um, dream about it. And some of you might, in 15 years' time, something might happen or you might see something or you might read something. You go, oh, I remember that thing... um that bloke who used to be on the radio was doing about you've got a year left to live. I wonder what that was. And you might dig it out. So if you want to call in about it, you can do. And I'm going to read it. And it's it's written by an American, right? This guy, Patrick Carnes, he's good. He's brilliant. But he is an American. And he writes in that way that some Americans do that to British ears can sound a little bit um, cloying, can sound a little bit, hey man, you know, lentils and uh, waterbeds. There is an element of that. There is an element of um, self-help. And we, as British people, we don't like the phrase self-help, do we? Or self-help books. Um, They never quite caught on. This isn't particularly a self-help book. Well, maybe it is, but they never quite caught on as much as they did in in America, in California. Um, When actually, if you think about the phrase self-help, it's a pretty good phrase. I mean, self-help, you're helping yourself. It's a pretty good um, attitude to have towards life. Um, So I'm going to read it as it is. Um... I'm going to read it as it is, and I will share some of my answers with you. And I was thinking about maybe translating it into English, but I'm not going to. I'm going to read it as he's written it. Um, So you get kind of an idea of where he's coming from. It's called, and it's got a fun title, One Year to Live Fantasy. Wowzers, there's a title, huh? One Year to Live Fantasy. Kaboom! Reclaiming reality starts with a clear sense of our limitations as human beings. But we live in a culture that denies these limitations. We are constantly invited to overextend ourselves. For example, to spend more than we earn, work more than we need to, or eat more than we should. We live as if there were no end. Imagine that. We live as if there were no end. Flipping heck. We literally deny our own mortality. A powerful exercise that can show you your own limitations is to picture your own death. Now, it doesn't sound like a a fun start to um, a uh, laughter-filled manic phone-in. Um, but we don't, do we? We don't... I've really been thinking a lot recently about death and about dying and about what dying would mean to me. And more, more importantly, equally as importantly, what it would mean to the people around me. Um, and that moment just before you die, and you think, Jesus, is, was that it? Did, was, did, did, was, did I have a good crack at it? I don't think I've had a good crack at it. I don't think, if I were to die tonight, if I were to die now on the way home, um, and I was kind of aware of my last few seconds, I would think, I don't think I've had a good crack at it. I don't think I've given it, um, it, it, it I don't think I've, I've given it everything I could. A powerful exercise that can show you your own limitations is to picture your own death. 
I won't be doing this on Talk Sport or LBC. Maybe with good reason. Looking at death provides vital perspectives about what gives your life meaning, what priorities you are ignoring, and here comes a Californication, and who your higher power is. Don't worry too much about that bit. Record the following fantasy on a tape recorder, then set aside some uninterrupted time to listen to it and answer the questions provided at the end. You don't need to record it on a tape recorder because I'm going to read it to you. I do suggest, though, I'm going to start reading this in about 90 seconds. I do suggest um, that if you want to play along our fun quiz at home, the one year to live fantasy... Um, just, you know, put down your cup of tea. You can have a cup of tea. Put down your book. Turn, turn the telly off. Turn the Xbox off. Um, uh, uh, just have a sit down and listen. It'll take me about, about ten minutes to read. Give me ten minutes. You can give me ten minutes. Ten, ten, you can give me ten. Um, it's a long time, actually, isn't it? You can give me ten undistracted minutes. Undivided attention of your time. You can do that, can't you? Sure you can. It'll be worth it. Oh, it'll be worth it. Pause for 10 to 15 seconds where indicated before you continue. So that's the questions that come at the end. Make sure, these are the instructions here, make sure you are physically in, uh, physically comfortable. Um, you, If you do not have a tape recorder, you may read the fantasy or have your guide or a close friend read it to you. Well, let's pretend, and uh, we're not, but let's pretend that we're close friends. Let, let's do that, shall we? Um, i tell you what we'll do. We'll take a little breakette. And then when we come back, I'm just going to dive straight into it. Okay, so you've got about a minute and a half, two minutes to um, to go and have a wee. Um, get yourself comfortable. Turn, get, turn the lights down nice and low. Create a vibe. And we'll play the one year to live fantasy. Huh? Huh? Fancy that? Um, so don't call in for, 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 until I've finished. Um, and you can call in and give me your thoughts on it. Or not. Or not. It's an odd thing to do as a phone-in, so I won't be disappointed if no one phones in. Okay? Right, with that in mind, we'll have a break. As soon as we come back, I'll get straight into it. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, here we go. Imagine... That you're in your doctor's office. What does it look, smell and feel like? Your doctor comes in and tells you the results from the tests are in. You have a terminal illness. All the other doctors consulted agree. They think you will maintain your physical ability for about a year. But at the end of the year, you will die. Imagine your first reactions as you walk out of the office. What do you do? How do you spend those first few hours and days? Do you tell anyone? As you start to adjust to your dying, do you change your life? Do you stop work? Do you do something different? Maybe you want to do something different. Perhaps you wish to travel. Where would you go? Picture yourself travelling. Whom would you bring with you? You see? Already we're questioning. What's going on, man? 
perhaps you might want to do things you've never done before. Activities like skydiving, scuba diving, race car driving seemed too dangerous before, but now it doesn't make any difference. What have you always wanted to do, but been afraid to do? Picture yourself doing this. Who is with you? Almost, almost all of us have unfinished parts of our lives. A book we are writing, a family room to finish, a family project like getting the family album in order for the kids. What unfinished projects would be important enough to finish before you die? Imagine yourself doing them. This is a, this is a good one. For some of us, the unfinished parts include things not said to others, like "I'm sorry," or "I love you." Picture yourself saying the things you would need to say before you die. It's now about three months before you die. You can start to feel your health fail. While you can still function, you decide to try one last thing. What would that be? What would be one of the last things you want to do before you die? And here's the question that keeps coming up: Who is with you? It's now a matter of weeks before you die. Where do you go to die? Your home, a family farm, a lake, the mountains, the city. How do you spend those last days? Who is with you? As you think over the events of this last year of your life. What were the most significant ones for you? In fact, think of these and all the events of your life. Which stand out now as the things that made life worthwhile? As you reflect on these events, and here comes a little bit of Californication. Be aware that you are working on this workbook, and you are very much alive. Be aware of your current surroundings. Wiggle your fingers and toes to bring yourself all the way back to the present, and become ready to move on to your next activity. Um, and then it asks questions, and I'm going to read through the questions, and um. Mm. I'm, I'll share some of my answers, but they're really personal, right? And I'm going to censor some of them, but they're really because per- they're really personal. So I'm going to—I'll give you um, a flavour of some of my answers. And do you notice the really important question there that at the end of every single little section there: Who are you with? Who are you with? The point being, I interpret as we spend. 
so much of our time with the wrong people, whether it's because you've married the wrong person, you're going out with the wrong person, you're hanging out with people that are negative on your uh, life, you're um, spending time with work people who aren't friends instead of friends, you're spending time at work when really it's not getting you anywhere and actually when you die it probably won't amount to much and someone will just slip into your place and take over when perhaps you could have been spending that time doing something a little bit more nourishing for the soul with people who care for you or love you or want to spend time with you About the fantasy, it says in this book, often this fantasy helps people touch their own grief about losses in their lives. If you feel sad, do not avoid the feelings. Rather, use them and let them support you in coming to terms with your losses. Sharing the fantasy and your feelings can deepen your understanding of the issues the fantasy raises. First, record the details of your fantasy in the space provided, then answer the questions that follow. Now, I haven't looked at this for a while. All right. So, remember we were asked uh, our first reactions when you're told that you're going to die. Um, Mike, the thing I wrote was worrying about the kids. Because I've done this. I've done it. I've sat down and I've, I've, I've written it. Worrying about the kids. Um, I would struggle not to lie in bed crying for days. That would be my initial reaction. And I think it would. If I was told I was going to die in a year... I think I would spend a significant amount of time in bed, feeling miserable. But then, where does that take you, man? You know, that's you, if, you, if you've got 365 days, why are you going to spend 30 of them in bed doing nothing? That doesn't seem to make sense. Yet that's where my head would take me. Changes. Here we go. Here we go. Um, changes you would make in your life after the initial um, the initial uh, announcement. And I wrote, I enjoy work. I do enjoy work. Really lucky. I got to interview today. Want to get my job this morning? At half past nine this morning was at the Regent Street Cinema interviewing the guy that invented Pokemon Go. Then I went home for a couple of hours to sleep. Then I came in and told my, me and Catherine told our boss we had a really stupid idea for the show. And he went, that sounds brilliant. What can I do to make it happen? And now I'm on the air talking, you know, talking rubbish, maybe. So I lo- I'm blessed with, it, with um, you know, a job that I like. I enjoy work, so I, conti- I would continue. But I would stress less about it. Huh? Huh? And have more fun. Don't get so angry. This was I wrote this a little while ago when I used to get quite angry. Um, I would sleep less. Um, I hide in bed. And I do. I hide in bed. And I would see the family more. Um, the kids. Hang out with the kids more. My mum. Um, and my aunts and uncles on my dad. Well, my dad's side of the family that I don't see. And I wrote this ages ago and I still don't see them, which is nuts. Um, um, new things I would try. And then the one thing I've written, new thing I would try. This is disappointing. I can come up with better than this. Um, is because I play in bands sometimes. I haven't done it for ages. Yeah, yeah, we'll have Paul Akinbola. Um, but I play bass guitar in the band. 
And I've, I've never played a gig where I'm the guitarist. I'd love to have a crack at that. I'm not very good at guitar, but I'd love to have a go at that. And it would probably be a little bit ropey. But it doesn't matter if it's a little bit ropey. Does it? Doesn't matter if it's a little bit ropey. And then I've written, I'm not really one for doing things. What? What, what does that mean? That's wrong. That's wrong. You got that wrong, boy. Unfinished things you want to complete. Um, oh, look, there's loads. There's loads. Oh, look, one, and one of them I've done. One of them I've done. The last one I've written is Radio Show Show. Now, what the Radio Show Show was, was the Ian Lee versus Radio. I did it. I did it because I wrote it down. I made myself do it. I went and did a tour. A tour. At the age of, God, 42, I did my first ever solo show and tour. Um, uh, what else? Unfinished things you'd want to complete. Get all of my podcasts out. Well, stay tuned, because that's something's happening with everything I've ever done on the radio and on the internet. That, things are happening. Um, finish the book. Mm. Scanning all the family uh, uh, photos and putting them in an album. I started that, scanning them all and putting, and putting them all online and uh, putting them on, on, on a hard drive. But then also getting the physical pictures and putting them in albums. Big. Thousands of them. Things you need to say before you die. Now, this is where it starts to get a little bit personal. Um. Basically saying sorry to people that I've been a complete arse to and saying I love people to people that I love and I don't tell them that I love them. That, that's basically it. Um, one of the joys of my dad dying, and there's an odd sentence, isn't it? But one of the joys was, because I didn't speak to him for years and years and years, but I made peace with him. Not only did I make peace with him before he died... Um, I made peace with him before he got ill. So it wasn't a kind of, oh, d- dad's dying, better go and make peace with him. I made peace with him, you know, with with a clear conscience. And I apologise for my part in, in the situation. But I, I told him, you know, the key points where I felt that he had betrayed me and had been a rubbish father. Um, and then he got ill about a year later. And then he died a few months after that. But I'm really glad... That we, we sometimes get people on this show, don't we, who haven't spoken to their parents, one of their parents for years. And I always think, um, you know, I don't know how I would have, um, if I hadn't have made peace with my dad before he died, um, then I would have felt awful. I would have felt awful. I would have carried that resentment anger shame i would have carried all of that stuff around with me for for forever i don't see how you dis you can get get rid of that describe your last fling there's a phrase and you can interpret that um anywhere you want i wrote down go to japan uh travel to the mountains in japan See friends, friends over there, go and see some bands, go to some temples, take my boys to Japan. Oh, wow. Um, spiritual prepar- preparations, uh, meditate, speak to friends, listen to music. 
I wrote pray as well. That's, praying's a cool, you know, it's kind of a good thing to do. Um, here's a question. Have a think about this, man. This is a, this is a huge question. Where and how would you spend your last days? Imagine that. Actual last days. Where and how would you spend it? And I've just written at home with the family. Um, listening to music, looking at pictures and sleeping in the same bed as my boys. Imagine that. would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, not they wake up and I'll be dead. Particularly, but, you know, this is kind of in a perfect scenario. Just, just staying at home with the boys and laughing a lot. Um... Okay, here's a question which I'm gonna—I'm not gonna reveal my answer to because this is all very personal, you know. I'm—I'm—I'm being as honest as I can. I've read most of this, but some of this um, is a little bit private. Throughout the fantasy, there were key moments involving significant persons in your life. Whom did you involve, and what did you learn about your relationship priorities? I'll allow you to answer that at your leisure. Um, during the fantasy, you may have found yourself doing things significantly differently from how you live now. Why would this be so? If they were so important to get done, what prevents you from doing them now? Okay, and I've, I've, I've written in the fantasy, creativity and family is more important than I kind of allow myself to you not know, focus on my family and not focus on creativity you know i focus on negativity and i focus on arguing with with people i perceive to be dicks on twitter and for 10 minutes before the show i'm arguing with someone on on facebook you know but why why but my relationship with twitter is getting so much better i've been on there a little bit today but it's not important is it it's not important. Twitter's not important. Facebook's not important. Uh, being with um, the people who mean something to you or being involved in art, creativity. They're the things that are important to me. You'll have different things. They're the things that are important to me. How do you feel about facing your own death? And I've written, I'm not ready. There's a lot I need to tidy up. I am not ready. And that's funny, because a lot of the time, I wish I was dead. I do, I wish I was dead. Um, and uh, But if I'm completely honest, I'm not ready to die. And here's one more question. Okay, and it's, I, know it's, I know it's a heavy start to... Some of you want the happy, happy show. Um, you know, I've been toying with this for ages, and you, you're very welcome to call in after this, if you want. Um, we've also got a guy coming on in a bit um, who's... Um, uh, well, he's an, a phone call expert. Just, just to give a few tips on how you guys can perhaps uh, raise your game. Um, um, thinking about death provides a way to look at what is real and what is important in our lives. How have your ideas of what is important and real to you changed after experiencing this death fantasy? What can you change in your life now? to reflect these new priorities. Um, and I've written that the kids and making stuff and priorities, which they kind of are for me. They kind of are. Um, if you want to give us a call about this, you're very welcome. 0344 
499-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. Sean's emailed him. Um, Sean's been listening for the last 10 years, but is stopping listening now and hopes that I return to my old style of broadcasting soon. Well, Sean, I hope you find something half as entertaining as, as the radio I'm going to be putting out over the next 12 months. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, I, I never look back. Never look back in terms of um, uh, in terms of the show. So I'm really sorry, Sean, that it's not for you. But that's um, that's absolutely fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um. Now, the last couple of nights, I don't think the calls have been up to standard. Um, so, what I've done is I've asked someone to come on the show to give you some tips. Why am I getting grief all of a sudden? Who's this guy, Sean, and this, this guy, Kentish Town Cats? Why am I getting grief? <laughs> I don't look at Twitter during the show. Um, I've got someone to come on and give you guys some tips on how you can make your phone calls a little bit more um, interesting. So if you want to speak to a phone call expert, 0344 499 1000, um, it's a gentleman called Barry. Good evening, Barry. Uh, hello, Ian. Can oh, you're... Me? Is this Barry from Watford? Yes. Kath, you booked the wrong person. I said Barry. Talk- said Barry what from the. About? I said Barry from the Catford Interesting Phone Company. Not Barry no, from. I'm, I'm giving but- a symposium. What? I'm doing a symposium oh. on how oh. ha- how to do entertaining phone calls. Oh, where's this symposium then, Barry? The symposium is now. Oh, this is it. Is it? Yeah. <sighs> Okay, Barry. Well, get, why don't you um, share oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand guys if you want to speak to Barry from Watford? Um, you've been phoning radio stations for about seventy five years now, haven't you? <laughs> Seems like. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Ian, I'm getting terrible feedback. Can uh, you get one of your people to phone me back? No, you're getting terrible feedback because your calls are pony. Oh, you mean actually on the line? There, there's the. That's lesson one. Right. Jokes. Well, okay. That's uh, free. Right. So you, you, we have to phone you back. Anything, but I can't hear you very well. I'm sorry. What did you say? I said. Oh, flipping it. Hey, hey, hey! Let's go to Paul Akinbola. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Well. Phone you. Um, well, my media company will, will will try to bring back the old fashioned writing show. Okay, that's that's a brilliant idea. Um, just stay old there. J- yeah, yep. Okay, just stay there, uh, Paul. I think we got Barry back. Good evening, Barry. Yeah, that's it. Much better. Right. Much better. So, give we got Paul Akimbola on the line. Now, Paul is a, is a t- tedious caller, Barry. Um, right. Can you give him some tips on how to improve his call? Hello, Paul Akimbola. Yeah. Hello. Well, that's... Well, look, just starting from page one. 
don't pause when I say hello. You, you come straight back. Hello, hello, Barry. You know, uh, maybe kick things off. Offer something up. Always offering. Offer something. Uh, wow. What have you been doing, Paul? Well, I'm sitting in my bedroom. Yeah. I'm here in the bedroom. Right. In the bedroom. Yeah, right. Paul, Paul, just give us a 20-second taster, Paul, of what you've called in about so that Barry can 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 tell you where you're going wrong. I called in to talk about um, about my online channel having been back old-fashioned variety show with uh, the equipment of uh, mm-hmm. pre of the era of black old-fashioned can, entertainment. Can, Barry? Can I stop you? Can I stop you there, Please. Uh, Paul? It was a simple question. It was a civil question. It was what you phoned in about. I understood not one word of what you just he, said. He, 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 I think he wants to bring back old variety, but online. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's potentially interesting, isn't it, Paul? Inject your voice. This is this is inject your voice with a bit of enthusiasm. Speak clearly. Leave yourself alone. Speak loudly, proudly, and let's hear what you got to say. Go, go, Paul. This could be mud day equipment of Leslie Crowder. Well, I wasn't expecting that. That came from nowhere. <laughs> you want to bring back Leslie Crowther? Like a Monday. robot Leslie Crowther, because he's dead. Monday, day, Monday equipment of the of legends. Like of Leslie Crowther. Yeah. Wa- so he wants to bring back the equipment, Leslie Crowther's equipment. Now, <laughs> that is a great yeah. name for a band and a great concept. Leslie Crowther's equipment. Hello? Yes. I mean the modern day equivalent. Who's the modern day equivalent of Leslie Crowther? Well, Duncan Norvell. Well, Duncan Chase Mac. me Norvell. Chase me, chase Lee, me. Lee Mac. Lee Mac is the modern day equivalent of Leslie Crowther. Okay, Paul. Listen, I don't think we're getting anywhere with. Um, is Paul chewing a toffee apple or something. Uh, what? Uh, let's try um, Julie. You're through to yeah, Barry now. Julie yeah, is a regular yeah. offender. Barry, her calls are frequent and <laughs> tedious. Okay. <laughs> Shake yourself out. Uh, shake yes. yourself out. Deep breath. Nice, confident voice. Tell us what we can do for you. Well, Barry, um, I'm t- calling because as a woman, yes, I can talk about cleaning products. Yes, I can talk about cooking. But how do I get somebody to take me seriously if I want to talk about something other than household chores? Right. This is called prevarication. You've gone all the way around the houses. We still don't know what you want to talk about. Quite honestly, if it was food, cooking, household chores, or sexual intercourse, I think we'd be interested. But what have you got to talk about, love? Well, I can talk about anything, but I want to be taken seriously. But, you know, it's... Oh, treacle, it's on, do us all a nice cut of tree. <laughs> you are funny, you feminist terms, aren't you? No, come on, stop mucking about. What do you want to talk about? Flower arranging or something? Well, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, something like that. I mean, how would you, how would you um, give, what kind of advice would you give for a lady calling up wanting to be taken seriously? Well, always stick with what you know as a lady. Uh, Kittens playing with balls of string, flower Mm -hmm. arranging, nice smells, bitching Mm -hmm. at school gates, uh, Tupperware, uh, listening to rubbishy music, not being very funny on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, not being able to choose what you want in a restaurant, refusing to have a dessert and then eating all mine, 
And then running off with a chap called Prakash from the Halifax Building Society oh. when you thought that your marriage was going well. Uh, okay. That sort of thing women are good at. What subjects should I stay clear of as a woman, do you think? Well, the, the obvious ones, car, the inside of cars, yeah. football, comedy. Yes. Uh, Yes. You know, of course I'm joking. You see, and that was that was rule number three. Yes. I was attempting to be humorous. Attempting is the key word, isn't it? Barry? Yeah. Can isn't you do it? something humorous, love? Yeah. What do you want? Mm. Now, if you have to ask, less attitude, I think, Julie. Less yeah, attitude. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Julie, I'm going to I'm going to cut you off because you're oh. annoying. It's another serial offender. It's it's Lane. Lane, say hello to Barry. Lame. Oh, you mean I need all the help I can get. OK, Lame, what can you do for us? Well, every time I ring in, I sort of get waylaid by, you know, when you're hanging on and you listen to people talking, and I get confused. So by the time I get through, we just ramble on like a tit. Yeah, this is not going all that well, Lame. No. Um, what, is there a sort of maybe some pithy remark based on the day's news? Saying funny, saying interesting, engaging. In what way, Barry? What might you offer? I've avoided the news today. Okay, you've avoided the news. So what did you do instead? What, you got up? Yes, you... I played the guitar. Not very interesting. Played with with your what? I played the guitar, which wasn't very interesting. Oh, sorry. Although I enjoyed it. Right. And I watched... Strumming the way... A documentary on what? So let, let's see. Oh, we're all wanting this. You, you, watched, you played with your guitar. You watched a documentary on... It's called A Murder Under the Staircase. Oh. Or On the Staircase. Hmm. And it was about yeah. okay. a novelist who murdered someone, but didn't. It was a big, long, court case-type <laughs> documentary. <laughs> Oh, it's... Yeah. Not very funny, is it? Should I cut yeah. him off, Barry? It's absolutely hopeless, isn't it? It's gone. I, I see what the problem is, Ian. It's, it's, it's the, the callers are just not up to, to scratch, not are they? really. No. I mean, of course, I won a Sony Silver during that funny phone call. I didn't have a good going back a good few well, years. Well, I don't there. think you won the Sony well, Silver. It was, it was me, It was my really. name yeah, on I the... I've won a Sony yeah, Gold yeah. since then, so yeah. I don't even count the well, Silver. Yeah, but I was at the BBC. Sort of Proper. amusing. Uh, yes. Never mind. No, I remember it. Yes. Didn't even no, attend the ceremony. Yeah, I think it's yes. a, available on on YouTube. Lots of hits. Yes, yes. Well, Barry. Biscuit. Um, yeah, I think Barry. Um, what? That you've you you've set a bad example over the past ten years, <laughs> and what? that's why you've dragged my callers down to your level. All right. Does, what about someone? What about we give a, a, an example of how to make it? You know, go on. The, go uh, on then. Let's do it. Let's do it for, for old time's sake. Let's do a funny call. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Right. You start it. Hello. Hello. It's Barry. Um, you're dead. No. No, you're dead. No, I'm very much alive. No, you're dead. I mean, the rudest of good health. When you say rude health, what does that mean? Well, I'm sitting here in the mood. Oi. Yep. Hey. 
Hey! See, we've still hey. got it. Yeah, you see. Now, that's how you do it. You yeah. cross them, I'm not a man, you know. Well, well I, you so pass so. them to me, and I I score the goal. But, yeah, I see. Yeah, you see what you mean. It. It's, it's me. And that's all of his news. Yeah. When's Dave up for parole? Now, don't drag my son in. No, I just wondered when he was up for parole after his ABH uh, situation. Well, you know, when, I mean, round what for way they say, you know, grown up is always a bit of a lady killer. That was never proven. No. She was unconscious yep. before he oh, went anywhere near her. God. But he will be out soon and he's threatening all sorts, smash your face and he's going to do this to me and he's going up what? to talk radio. Oh, yeah, no. he wants to do you in, but he probably won't. No, he, be, he better not because um, if he does, what? they'll be very. I've been learning uh, jujitsu and karate, so. Uh, karate? Yeah, karate. I'm a karate man now. Oh, I'm a karate man. Yeah, well. Roy? Okay. Hi. Roy? R- Roy, you, you're the Hi. final call through to Barry. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Did you not want to speak to Barry? Uh, I think Barry's the issue, to be honest. Away you go, Roy. Share your, uh, share your story. Well, we're, we're a bit off subject. I was, uh, I was just going to lead with what we went with earlier. I just... Sorry? What do you mean? You're going to lead with what we went with? We're, tra- we're Barry, talking about... Give me a blooming minute. Okay, okay. okay. The, the last year. Okay. The final year. We were just what doing a workshop, Barry, about imagine it's the last year of your life. I think Roy's oh, okay. called in for that. But you've, you've probably listen. been imagining that for the last five, haven't you, Barry? <laughs> I have. Let's listen to what you've got to say, Roy. And I, if I might, I might give my expert opinion on the end, well, whether it was uh, good. Yeah. Shall I, Roy, shall I cut him off? No, leave him on. Okay. He's fair, fair game. He's fair game. You're fair. Yeah. An old pet. Now, one of them... Big, big issue. I wouldn't return books to the library. Sorry? I, if I was in my last year of life, I would not take any books back to the library. You become socially irresponsible? Yeah. Would you blame me? Well, I, I wouldn't get out any big novels from the library. I'd get, like, pamphlets. Oh, I'd, I'd go big. I'm talking Wayne Rooney's autobiography. Now, this is an example, Barry... Good God, isn't it? Isn't it? Of what I was it talking is. about. Isn't it? This ain't no. going to win anything, is it, this? You're not one to judge Barry. Well, I'm bloody hell, I'm going to throw this over. You're part of the issue. You've laid on your bed naked, phoning in. Mate, a good few years ago, I found out, this is just one of my many funny calls, about a gentleman who licked my wife's brown derby, which is a, oh. dessert, a wimpy bar. That one is Sony Silver. I don't think that one is Sony Silver, Silver did it? <laughs> <laughs> about eating a brown derby. My that dad used to love one. a brown derby. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, not to be sniffed at. But <laughs> the thing is, you're, you're phoning up now with a... <laughs> you know, he said that you fingered it, now you better eat it. Oh, you know. for goodness sake! Now, the thing is... Yes. I... That's not going to win a cycling proficiency, is it? That story about not taking back library books. Yeah. What would you do, Barry? What would I do in my last year on Earth? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh. If I thought about it, it would be amusing, but I wouldn't. But I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd I'd get a lovely... (laughs) Say Margaret wasn't around, she... 
landfalls, dropped in or something. I would find a beautiful lady with lovely big rosy cheeks, <laughs> give a jolly big kiss right on her lips. Wah! That's what I'd do. Would you be paying for that, Barry? <laughs> Don't be disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> no, I would not. Just wondered. No, I'll, get, I'll find a nice lady, give her a jolly good kiss. Well, well, so just to clarify, Barry, if it was the last year of your life, yeah. you wouldn't spend the last year hiring sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. Okay, no. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, well, I, I think I'm probably going to cut you both off. Oh, that's disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, Barry. Night, night, all. Unbelievable. Bye. Waste of time that was. Oh, he's gone. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't tweet and drive, guys. It's against the law. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Uh, exciting things happening. Um, next week, next Thursday. Oh, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. We've got um, Mike McCartney on, formerly Mike McGear from the Scaffold, um, brother of Paul, of course. Uh, and he's coming on at the top of the show tomorrow to have a chat, which will be fantastic. Next Thursday, next week, we've only got Steve Gutenberg coming on. Flipping Steve Gutenberg coming on the show. Mahoney. Brilliant. Absolutely thrilled about that. And here's the thing. Me and Kath have been uh, w- w- kicking around this idea for a while. And neither of us, I don't have an out time, by the way, neither of us can remember how this idea came about. But we had it. And it's stupid. And it's dumb. And the world needs more stupid and dumb ideas. Right? So, on Monday, June the 12th, we're going to be doing a week of shows from New York City. Imagine, we're going to be doing it from New York City. We'll be periscoping as much as we can. We'll be making videos for the Talk Radio website and for, for my website and my Facebook page and the Talk Radio Facebook page. Uh, we're going to be interviewing some um, big guests. Hopefully, we'll be meeting up with Steve Gutenberg if he's in town. If Richard Bacon's in town, we're going to go and have some lunch with him. Imani Coppola, we're going to meet up with Imani Coppola, and I'm absolutely terrified. By the way, tonight's show is dedicated to Imani Coppola's period. Um, if you'd seen our email exchange, you'd understand why. Um, and we are in the really... Uh, we only got it finalised today with our boss, OK? And, and I posted about it on my Facebook page a little while ago. And um, me and Kath were just talking about it and s- sort of daring each other. And it was partly that you've got a year left to live. What are you going to do? It's partly that, well, if we don't do it now, we might not ever do it. So let's do it now. You know, might not have this job in a year. Might not. Might be dead in a year. And I'd hate to lose this job, as I will do one day, eventually. And look back and go, ah, wish we'd done a week of shows in New York and really made a go of it and see if we could do something special. Um, but it's going to happen. January, the tw- we've booked the tickets. <laughs> we put the tickets and we booked the hotel. We got in quick. We got in quick before it went up. And um, uh, my boss, Denny, we went and had a nervous meeting with him. Six o'clock this evening. 
And we kind of sat down and we, you know, we chatted and talked about nothing for the first few minutes as you do. And I then went in big and said, Denny, we've got an idea for this station that will make it global. He went, Ian, I follow you on Twitter and I listen to your show. You want to go to New York? (laughs) I went, yes. He said, I think it's a brilliant idea. And that was it. There was no, well, do you really, why do you want to do that? He said, it's a brilliant idea. Absolutely brilliant idea. We'll see if we can get the trip sponsored. We'll see if we can get you um, hits on uh, Paul Ross's show and Sam Delaney's show throughout the day. Uh, You can send back bits of video. Fantastic. Go and do it. Go and make it work. So, we spent the evening booking flights, booking a hotel, and emailing. Emailing, emailing, emailing. I've got a few friends over in New York, so I've emailed them. I've got a couple of acquaintances, so I've emailed them. And loads of you have been really good suggesting places that we might be able to do the show from, whether it's a studio or it's a cafe with um, good internet or a bar, loads of places. We need more suggestions, please. Uh, so, if you know anywhere that we will be able to do this show, um, 0344 499 1000 or email, you can email me, ian at ianlee.com. Um, we're going to take the show to New York. I'm not going to tap you up for money. Don't be stupid. We're going to pay for it, of course. Of course. Imagine asking you to pay for our jolly. I mean, our very busy work week away. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. on calling me down the road that's where I'll always be every stop I make I make a new friend can't stay for long just turn around and I'm gone again maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home
and Catherine are debating gently whether that first half an hour of the show worked or not. I don't know. I don't know if it did. I feel it, it perhaps it didn't, but, 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 but. It doesn't matter. It's worth doing things, even if they don't always work. That's absolutely fine. Now, can I just say, I had a dream... I only had... A four hours and 15 minutes sleep last night. Because I got home, couldn't sleep, and I um, had, to be up, had to be up at 20 past seven to drive into London to... Uh, do this interview with um, a bloke called John, John Hankey, who is um, uh, the head of Niantic, which is the uh, the company that uh, makes Pokemon Go. So I, 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 and I, so I got home late and I thought, I'll do everything I need to do. By the way, you can call in 0344 499 1000. I'll do everything I need to do tonight to prepare for tomorrow so I can just get up, shower and go. So I was ironing a shirt. I had a shave when I got home last night. All this stuff. And um, it paid off, but I, 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 I didn't trust my um, the alarm on my telephone, so I kept waking up. Like every first of all, I couldn't get to sleep. It's that thing when you, you know I've got to be up in a few hours, and you can't get to sleep. So um, when I did eventually kind of doze off, I'd wake up and think, "Oh, I've not set my alarm." I've said it for 20 past seven in the evening, not the morning. So I would, I just kept checking it. It was, oh, terrible sleep. I'm surprised. I, I, I did get up and I got out and I, I got there and it was great. And I came back and I had a wonderful sleep this afternoon, like three hours sleep. But, but, but I had, you know, um, you know, there are people that say, well, of course, I predicted the Twin Towers. You know, of course, I, knew that Lady Di was going to uh, die in a car crash. I predicted it. Well, where's your evidence you predicted it? Well, I dreamt it. Okay, right, that's fine, that's fair enough. Who did you... you you'll always get that. You'll hear it on Howard Show. We've got Emma working with us this week, uh, who does produces Howard Show. Great show, by the way, guys. Sunday night, 10 o'clock. Absolutely brilliant. Although, the woman that was promising miracles, I had not a clue what she was banging on about. But, 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 but... That's the beauty of Howard's show. Quite often you don't know what they're banging on about. But you'll get people... Uh, Howard would have had it. Well, I predicted uh, 9-11. I, I dreamt it. Well, how, OK, right, fine. Where is the evidence that you dreamt? Did you tell anyone? Well, no, I didn't tell anyone. I kept it to myself. OK. So, I had a dream last night, right, that was so vivid, I think... It may have been a prediction. Now, I'm, I'm sharing this, um, and I'm also aware, I'm going to tread sensitively, because I'm also aware that there have been two quite huge incidents over the last couple of days. St. Petersburg yesterday and Syria today. Two quite horrific things have happened where people, you know, have, have, have been killed. So I'm not in any way making light of those at all. I, I'm, but I'm genuinely saying this because I woke up and if you've ever had this, if you've ever genuinely predicted something, 0344 499 1000, it would be nice if people could. But I, honestly, I had this dream and it was so real. Catherine, I need you to record this and clip this because if it ever happens, I want you to go, find me that, take that clip. Oh, yeah, I just went there. I just went there. It was so real that as I woke up 
and was having a shower. I was excited because I was going to be able to tell Catherine and other people that I work with about the incident that had happened involving Take That and we could do a phone-in on the incident involved. And it wasn't until I got to my car and I turned on the radio and listened to the news. I thought, why are they not mentioning the incident with Take... Oh, oh, it was a dream. Oh, balls. Well, no, oh, good, actually, because it's horrific, right? So, no, 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 well... Here's, oh, but my part of my worry is, if I say this, right, will it give ISIS a little bit of inspiration? Will it, will, will it could be the curse, or I know I'm very, very popular with the, um, with clerics, with hate clerics, and um, uh, followers of um, radical Islam. I'm, I'm very popular. They just uh, We've got the Rage Our figures in, guys. And those guys love this show. Those guys love this show. Those hate preachers and the radical Muslims love this show, guys. They can't get enough of the uh, crazy phoning. Um, so I don't want to plant the seed in their head. Okay, here's the prediction. I'm not even saying it's a dream, because I think it goes beyond a dream, right? I don't I can't remember the specifics of it, right? Which is the one who's the one talks like that? Who's the one talks like that? Howard. Howard is the central figure in this, okay? Um A mortar attack at a take that concert. I'm just I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. Mortar or pipe bomb? It was in the dream. It was a pipe bomb, but I don't know what a pipe bomb is, which makes me think it's even more real because I don't even know what that is, and I'm dreaming about it. So I'm tapping into stuff that is out there, and I'm not saying this is. I'm not doing a piece. I'm aware that two really horrific examples of man's inhumanity to well, not just man, but to woman and to child have happened over the last two days. Two really, really nasty, nasty things have happened. So I'm not in any way, you know, oh, fun. Not at all. I, ju- I just, I have never had such a strong feeling um, when I've woken up from a dream. <coughs> I've never had. Such a powerful, visceral reaction to a dream. Pipe bomb or mortar attack, take that concert. Um, take that were fine. You'll be pleased to hear. Um, the three of them were, and it is just the, th- it is just the three of them now. You do kind of think, why is Jason not in take that anymore? Not in any way suggesting he'd be the one with the, the I'm just wondering, why is he not in take that anymore? Has he got, has he got enough money? Because he can't have made that much money. He's Jason Orange from Take That. He was always my favourite. He was always my favourite. Just got fed up with it, did he? What? They don't really... I mean, what? They do, what, 12 gigs a year and comic relief. So they do 13 shows a year. How can you get fed up with 13 shows a year? How is that even possible? My prediction is... That mortar attack or pipe bomb? I don't even know what a pipe bomb is. Uh, and I know, and it wouldn't. It just would be horrific. But I just want to get that out there, right? And, I, and I, boy, oh boy, I hope we never have to play that. I, I hope I, I never have to say to Catherine, Catherine, 
get that take that recording. I just I, I hope we never do. I've just got a feeling. Just got a feeling. But that's what these people need to do. The people that say, well, yeah, I predicted 9-11. You always get these, I predicted 9-11. Well, where is your evidence? Phone up a radio show. Phone up this radio show and tell me that, and say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I think that on in, in six months' time, um, there's going to be something. You say it. I think that, uh, you know, I think that, well, don't, don't say the Queen's going to die because she's very old and the, the odds are that she probably will at some point, you know, comparatively um, soon. But these people never do this. These people never publish in a public forum examples of their revelations. They just don't do it. And that strikes me as odd. I've been talking too much. It's your turn. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's kind of I would say tonight's show is a, is a five out of ten. Five out of ten, which I'm all right with. I'm happy with that. Um, you're welcome to contribute. Otherwise, I will sit. I can see a couple of people calling in now. Otherwise, I'll sit here and just keep chatting to myself. I mean that kind of uh, that kind of mood. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here we go. Let's um, uh, let's crank this up again, shall we? Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Let's go to uh, Derek. Good evening, Derek. Hey, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Derek. How are you this evening? Um, the first thing I'd like to say, I already said this. Cat was. Uh, I'd like to apologise for last night. What happened last night? Well, you said down my calls. I phoned and you cut me off, and I phoned back. I didn't cut you. If I remember correctly, you you put the phone down. No, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't do that. Didn't I tell you to? to I told you to hang up, didn't I? And you, you, told, did. you basically told all your. Yes. Callers to, you know, yeah. go away. Yeah. Well, yes, but but you hung up. I didn't cut you off. That I didn't cut you off. You hung up. I, I, I didn't, I swear. You did? I didn't. All right, when I, I told you to hang up, hmm? you hung up and then you phoned back. I did, and then you left me on the air, and yeah. I, I suffered from anxiety. And then and you, gave us, you gave us the call of the night by, by, by quite some way. You, you shared... Um, you know, something very personal and very deep and, um, uh, and, and very honest. And, um, it was a brilliant example of how powerful radio can be. I was, I was thrilled that you'd, um, felt comfortable enough to share, to share what you did yesterday. Um, so thank you for that. No, no, you're, you're more than welcome. And I'm so embarrassed at the fact that I'm on air again. Uh, how, uh, um, how are you feeling today, man? Terrible. Why? What's going on? Well, uh, <laughs> aside from the fact I suffer from anxiety and whatnot, anyway, uh, I stupidly, I stupidly have been going through a period of mixing alcohol and medication and coming off medication, and, mm-hmm. and I, nothing makes you feel worse than that. <laughs> well, I, well, put it this way, I do not recommend taking antidepressants and then stopping them and then taking alcohol and then... Well, and, and- let me let me let me chip in with my two pennies worth because sure. I've done a little bit of research on both alcohol and prescription medication. And when I say research, I mean I've been there at the front line. I've I've no, I know, I know, I've I know, researched I know, I them both. Alcohol I, I, alcohol is a depressant. That's the thing. It's, it, it depresses I, your emotions. I, I know. It's a, it's a, I, I know everything. I know about it in terms. Well, I don't 
uh, I mean, I know that it's a depressing the central nervous system. Mm. So, right. um, and stopping your um, uh, prescribed medication, Mike's. No, no. What? What? Can I? May I ask what you're on? Uh, what was on? Oh. Um. And ironically, you you'll have a very good knowledge. It was it was mirtazapine. Yeah, the sleepy stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I pop no, one of those when I'm about I 20 minutes away from my house, and um, I, by the time I get into bed, I'm nice and sleepy. I, I, that's what I was thinking. Well, unfortunately, even that doesn't necessarily make me sleep, but um, I, I, I know about the vivid dreams that it gives you. Yep. So yep. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I've made this mistake before. I've, mm. I've, I've stopped them, and it was, uh, so, you know. And you're feeling lousy? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to kill yourself tonight, eh? No, I don't think I'm going to do it at all, but okay. I'm also waking up every day feeling like... I mean, even today I've been... I'm going to regret this tomorrow. Even today I've been getting, oh, God, I was on the radio again, and, you know... <laughs> Well, don't be embarrassed about this call, and certainly don't be embarrassed about your call last night, because there would have been a lot of people, and I was, you know, I was playing a little bit of The Fool, and I was doing a little bit of uh, theatre. Even my mind is a bit better. I mean, I've, I've heard you having nights where yeah. you do that kind of thing. And yeah, it's a little bit uh, of theatre. Don't yeah, worry, I know that, I know but when I'm a bit of a mind, I, I understand it, and why not, but when I'm, I'm, when I'm feeling lousy, yeah. like I just said. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But last night you sh- you, you shared something very special with us, and um, uh, 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 there will have been people that that will have um, will have connected with. What does the world look like for you right now? I mean, literally, what 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 are you looking at right now? Hey, I don't know. I feel like I've exhausted. Um, no, I mean literally. I what are you? Where are you? Where? Well, tell me what you're sat on. If you're standing, what you can see in front of you right now. Right, well, all right, well, um, uh, oh, I've taken my glasses off, I'm very short-sighted. <laughs> um, let me put it this way, I was lying there for a couple of hours, uh, well, I've been, I mean, I've been having this for days, but I was lying there for a couple of hours, and I was debating, should I turn the radio on, should I turn the radio on, and I did turn the radio on, and I must admit, it's the first time I laughed in days, guess when I'm, I'm a better frame of mind, I mean, the fact that Barry was on, one, uh, you know, yeah. I, it was, uh, apart from the fact I find you funny as well, but um, I was I was I was laughing, and then and then I felt morose again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but was it a good was it a good laughter? Was it a healthy laughter? Oh yeah, of course. Right. Well, well that's something. Amy, Amy laughed. It's good laughter. Well, no, so I, I, I don't know if the maniacal. His, you know, I don't know, and I've had that. That, that. I don't get very often, but the laughter where you're laughing and you think, you think I don't know why I'm laughing. I can't stop. And but the, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily um, particularly healthy. But uh, well, that that's good to um, help as a little uh, a little boy in the ocean. B u o y. If that's how you spell it, I can't remember. Boy in the ocean as a little marker that 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 it's not all ocean, and that there are moments of. Um, of levity and happiness, even if they're really brief, even if they don't happen very often. I'll, um, I'll, I'll look back in this in, uh, in a, maybe in a week or whatever, and, and I'll, you know, I'll reflect, but I'll reflect upon it tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll reflect upon it as in when I'm in a slightly better frame of mind, and I'll be like, oh, God, why'd I do that? Mm. And what, why did I feel so low and why, why was I calling our national radio station which I have tried to do when I'm more coherent but I have usually had massive panic attacks and mm. I'm not able to cope with it 
Um, what are you doing tomorrow? What have you got planned for tomorrow? Nothing. Nothing. I'm scared of tomorrow. Oh, man. How are you going to, um... How are you going to do it, then? How are you going to face it? I don't know if... Try to... John Morris' opinion, but oh god, people will listen to this. It's not just you and me. <laughs> don't 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 answer is, um, I don't know. There hasn't been a day gone by in the last week that I haven't wanted to not reach for a bottle. Mm. But at the same time, I know that it, it, it just means I'm going to feel the same way again the next day. I, 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 I've, I've been through this stuff before. Um, I, I don't just mean in terms of my anxiety, my depression never went away, but I don't just mean in terms of, um, but, sorry, I'm probably sound less scared, I'm getting more anxious because I'm talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean in terms of, uh, I don't, I don't view alcohol as fun anymore, I view it as medicine. If I went quickly from a panic, I shut myself away for a long time and I view it as a medicine. Mm. Oh, God, I've got to keep reminding myself that I'm on air. Don't, terrible. Don't, don't worry about it. No one knows who you are. You, 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 you. It doesn't matter. It's going to embarrass me. Well, it's your I'll well on tomorrow yeah. and the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've not said you've not said anything embarrassing, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I just, it's embarrassing but, to me. Yeah, I know. I understand that. I understand that. Um... Uh, I also don't mean to bring your show down. In fact, I'd like to say that's a weird show. Laugh. No, it's don't. Really... It's a weird show tonight. My head's in a weird place, and I, you know, the thing I did, I don't at the start, I don't think really worked properly, and I, you know, it's, it's it's fine. So you're not bringing the show down. It's just one of those weird shows, which is great. And and I'm in a weird place with the show at the moment because I'm doing different things, and some people are digging it, and some people are hitting it, and that's just the way it is. As I said last night, I know I wasn't very coherent then. Um, I know your show is different. Every night, it could be a different thing every yep. night, and uh, I love that aspect of it. So I, uh, I'm an avid listener to your, to your show, and um, and I respect the fact that it can be one thing one night, and one thing another night. Yeah. Some, sometimes, I shame to say, uh, sometimes uh, I worry that people like me affect you. Oh no! Don't worry about that. Uh, listen, I'm, I don't. I, no, no one uh, uh, mustn't. Uh, people mustn't. Hang on. How do I, what, what was the sentence I'm trying to say? But in English, people shouldn't worry that their call will have a negative or positive impact on me. That's my responsibility to to, to uh, set no, my I, own boundaries. So you can't, Derek. You can't. You can't make me feel bad. But I, I mean, I've only called the show maybe four or five times, and I remember one time I called. I was probably not quite as negative as this, but I, I, I called and uh, I probably spoke some, you know, frankly about some mm. of my stuff. And and then you had these are off, and <laughs> that wasn't your fault. No, well, logically no, but in my mind I was like, oh yeah. my god, yeah. was I a contributing fr- yeah. factor to that? I no. D- don't know. No, none of none of the callers. 
none of the now I'm I'm off Twitter during the show is a joy, but none of the, the, the tweets or the emails or the snipes, none of that has any effect on me. Um, at, are you, at the are you off Twitter again? Proper, I'm not off Twitter, Twitter properly, and I've been on there quite a bit today, and I started wallowing on there. But I'm off Twitter during the show. Um, if someone tweets the show, it pops up on my screen. But I, uh, but uh, which is how I saw uh, Thingy Bob. But um, I'm I'm off Twitter during the show, which is great. I tell you why. I tell you what I was doing, Derek. This is what I found out I was doing. Right, is I would do a little bit on the radio and I'd look at Twitter. Then I'd do a little bit on the radio and I'd look at Twitter. And I was looking for um, approval from the people on Twitter. And if I got the approval, I felt good. And if I didn't get the approval, if there was nothing or it was negative, then I would feel bad. And so the show was kind of being operated almost by remote control, by a handful of people on Twitter who were either saying good things or not saying anything or saying bad things. That's no way to do a show. I've got to do it with my instincts. and I've got to trust Kath's instincts and I've got to trust mine. And we've got to do the show we want to do. Um, and and realising that is so freeing, man. So freeing. I, I mean, I, I know some of what I said yesterday, I, I took the wrong. My memory last week is very hazy. And I'm, um, you know, I'm feeling pretty bad about that. Um, but but what I said uh, yesterday was true. Mm. I, I, I do think it's a great thing. Sorry, I don't mean to bring your show down. Or take up uh, um, much of their time. Uh, oh God, uh, it's embarrassing the fact that the same people are listening. Um, but, I, I, but I do respect the fact that you can talk about these things openly. You you will say that you know something's affecting you. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's going to kill me. And I don't want to die. I've got I got so, I've got too many exciting things coming. I don't want to die now, and it will kill me. It will kill me. You know, it will have me jumping in front of a train, or it will have me buying some rope, or it will have me. You know, and 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 I right now I don't want that. I might want it tonight. I might want it tomorrow. But right now I don't. I don't want to buy some rope. You know. No, no, nobody wants that. And and I know my mood will lift. And I'm I'm sorry. Not normally. I'm. Oh God, I'm so so um, overly affected by anxiety that I that I, I wouldn't be doing, doing this right now. Unfortunately, I'm having a period of on and off and drinking to, to self-medicate. You know the thing, I, anxiety is not a massive thing for me, but there have been periods when it has. And um, I tell you what, th- th- I can think of four things that have worked for me to varying degrees with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is going to the cinema. Going to the cinema. That, now, that's as if my, uh, that's if my anxiety isn't so much that I can't buy a ticket. I would buy a ticket online, go to the machine to get the ticket, and go and sit in a cinema. And sitting in a dark room for two hours and immersing myself in a film, I feel rubbish, you know, when I came out. I'd be back in the real world. Oh, nuts, I've got to face this. Mm. But for two hours, I was in a fantasy world where the anxiety went. So that was always good. Um, reading a book sometimes, if I can focus enough to sit down and read, but that sometimes that can be a tough one. That can be really tough to actually d- 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 be able to, to sit and hold a book and read it. Um, listening to music or meditating. Do you ever meditate, Derek? Um, I've tried, but uh, I, think it's, I think it's been too long. I mean... I suffered from, or I still suffer from, agoraphobia, yeah. and it got a little better last year, and 
I, I came on very suddenly. Well, you know, my life changed, like, you know, yeah. overnight. You know, have I, you I'm, got, what phone have you got? Big pardon? What phone have you got? More, what mobile, have you got a smartphone? Yes. Right. Download an app, right? This is my one suggestion. Right, it's free. It's an app called Headspace. Okay. Right, Headspace. It's free. You have to pay a bit later on, but don't worry about that later on, because that, you might, I, I, I think I've managed to, 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 to work away around with that pain. We nearly got the guy on, actually. In fact, I did start to get the guy on from Headspace, and I didn't reply to the emails. It's free, right? And all it is, is brilliant. It's a guided meditation, and it sounds a bit, hey man, you know, but... Oh, no. The first one, if I, if I remember it correctly, you start off with three minutes. And that's it. Three minutes. And that's it. You're done for the day. And that's it. I, 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 I don't want to take up too much more airtime. I don't want to embarrass myself any further. But, um, I mean, your show, I mean, like I say, when I'm, when I'm slightly better headspace, uh, uh, your show has, has made me cry sometimes, especially when I'm uh, without feeling this morose. Um, I mean, cry. Uh, it, it could be something like, uh, God, I remember that. There was that guy that um, was a, he said he was an alcoholic and he was in France, I think. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we, we fell out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, sorry. We, no, no, it's for these things happen. He, he, he took umbrage. Oh, right, okay. Well, there was him, and then there was that, that lady that was, she was having all alcohol probably. The first three times she called up, I thought, that's a silly, silly woman, idiot. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, honest. yeah. And, and then she came out with it one night, like, oh, talked yeah. to her. Yeah. And she talked to her kids and stuff, and, and you know, that, that made me cry. I wasn't in quite this depressive state. I mean, I've been depressed for quite a while, but I wasn't, um... I wasn't on the drink, I wasn't doing that. It, it, it brought me to tears that, hearing that. And, and there's been other things like that people have been taking drugs or whatever, and, and I know that, I know that these things, uh, oh God, sorry, I'm, God, this is embarrassing, I'm not sure what I do. Um, uh, I, I know these things annoy you because, yeah, I mean, certainly when I'm off it as well, this is it's kind of true for me as well. You, the last thing you can be bored with is people are, you know, why, why are you doing that? Why, why take that substance? But, you know, and or especially if it's messing things up in terms of whether it be kids or whatever, you know, I mean, why, 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 do, why are you doing that? Just, just stop it. But Now you're talking to yourself, but you don't realise you're talking to yourself. Um, why are you drinking? Stop it. Why? <laughs> um, to stop myself feeling like I'm either going to have a panic attack or burst into tears. Mm. Nothing wrong with bursting into tears, is there? But, um, kind of. What's wrong with it? <laughs> well, if, if you're doing it frequently, or in fact, even if you don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a male thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a you thing because I haven't got a problem with it. I haven't got a problem with it. it means you're alive, man. It means you're feeling something. Yeah, I suppose it's that. Derek, listen, I'm going to move on. You, yeah, I'm you, sorry. No, you have no, absolutely nothing to apologise for, although I know you won't hear that. My one suggestion that I hope you take is, is you download Headspace because it's free. And the first minute, it's a three-minute meditation. Just three minutes. You're just sitting there and, and counting your breathing. And it's, um, it, I, I, I find for the anxiety, um, it 
for three minutes I wasn't anxious. And three minutes out of 24 hours, <laughs> that, that ain't a lot. But it's, it's just a little window. And I, I, I suggest you try that. It might not be for you. It's not for everyone, but you never know. Uh, I, I understand that. Hey, thank you. And uh, I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, I, I, I saw you already phone Ka- uh, which you, she'll tell you. I'd phoned Kath and said, I'm sorry for last night because I phoned up at my face and, and I felt ashamed about that all, all we both We both appreciate your apology. Even though it's unnecessary. All right? Yeah, I know, but then uh, she said, do you want to go now? And I said, no. And then... Ironically, uh, all the both made me feel good. I thought, oh, 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 fine, I'll go in there. Oh, fine, I'll phone back. Hey, listen, you think you got troubles? I can see on my switchboard. I've got two people called Paul coming up oh, next. Oh. And when I go to, when I go, right, we're gonna have a break, and then I'll come back and go. All right, Paul. I know that one of them's gonna be disappointed. So that's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> Derek, oh, listen, own, Derek. Why wouldn't them be disappointed? Do you well, because I'm, I'm going to go, all right, Paul, you're next. And two men will go, hello, yeah, but... Oh, he's talking to the other one. And it's oh. going to break their heart. Never mind. Possibly. These Possibly. things happen. Derek, listen, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to press the button that terminates this yeah, phone no, call. I understand. Thank you. Because that's the way this, this business works, and we I'm, will speak again soon. I understand. Thank you. Uh, well, hopefully, I'll, I'll try. I'll try when I'm working here, and I'll probably you, be on a massive panic time. Give us a I'll call try. whenever you want to call, Derek. All right, mate. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. 03444991000. Coming up, two polls, but which one's going to be first? Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We have a guy, turn the music off. We have a guy who emails the show every single evening, every single evening. And he uses a fake name and he uses a fake email and I block him every single evening and I know who you really are. You're a sick arsehole. You are a sick, damaged, nasty asshole. Let's go to Paul. There's no one here. Yeah. Evening, Paul. How are you doing? You're right. Sorry to keep you waiting for ages. Very good. Listening to Derek there. God bless the lad. He sounded very vulnerable. Yep. But I'm really impressed that he's taken the decision to come off the medication. Um, I think. Uh, well, it's like his quality of life will improve it if he can get up. Well, it. hang on a second, Paul. You got your medical training from where? From my life experience. Okay, well, I would suggest that um, Derek and everybody else who is on medication, that they seek the advice of their doctors, because... I don't trust doctors. Well, you're an idiot then, Paul, because they are medically trained. Medication has, has saved my life, literally think, saved my life. Doctors, yeah, but you're, you're now reasoning from your own subjective experience. It's just the same as me. No, I'm not. I know that before you're advising people to stop taking medication that's been prescribed Absolutely. to them. No, that's ridiculously stupid, dangerous advice, Paul. Because if you stop taking a drug yeah. as powerful yeah. as as metazapine, it can send yeah. you into spasms of pain. It can set fire electric shocks around Ooh. your brain. It can send you swinging into the deepest depression there is. It's a stupid, ridiculous piece well, of I mean, advice. It, let me finish, Paul. It it is a stupid, ridiculous piece of advice to suggest that people just stop their medication without tapering or without seeking medical advice. 
But I've, I've done it to a few people, and they have benefited. You're an idiot. You're an uh, idiot for saying that, Paul. An absolute dangerous idiot. You can't, go, you can't go around giving medical advice, telling people to stop taking their medication. Listen, no You've got no idea. You've got no idea what damage that would do to someone, particularly someone as vulnerable as a caller like that. But it could liberate a lot of Don't people. Don't be here. so stupid, Paul. You're talking out your ass. I mean, doctors give out these drugs, like, to get them out. Oh, you're an idiot, Paul. You're an absolute idiot. You are talking, I enjoy our calls, but tonight, you're not just talking rubbish, you're actually spouting dangerous rubbish. Possibly, but possibly not. What do you mean, possibly, possibly not? Stop speaking in riddles, man. You are spouting, you are, oh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. There are no absolute no, I truths. Know people suffer. Suffering is, is, is terrible. In and I know situation. you don't suffer, and I know you can turn it on and off, I but telling someone, telling someone I to stop suffered. taking their medication when you have no medical training is dangerous and is stupid, man. You've got a lot of faith in people with medical training, Ian. Yeah, doctors, please, please mate. I have... Then, stop there. Enough. Stop there. Yes. Why is... You're saying that sentence to be sarcastic. What is wrong with that? Yes, I have a lot of faith in people with because medical training. Yes, of course I do. What is wrong with that statement? They, people don't understand Tell me why mind. you were saying that statement in a sarcastic manner. Because I don't have any faith in doctors whatsoever. Don't why don't you have any faith in doctors? Because most people's problems are essentially spiritual. You're an absolute ass, Paul. You are talking complete and utter rollocks tonight. Supposing supposing someone broke their arm. You've got to pray that away, have you? We're talking about the mind now. No, no, no. We're talking about doctors, Paul. So you break your arm. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to a doctor or you're going to go to the church? We're talking about doctors. You break your arm. Where are you going to go? Doctors or a church? What is the psyche in? What is the psyche? No, no, no. Answer the question. We are talking talking about about doctors. Are you going to go, if you break your arm, to a doctor's, or are you going to go to a church? Well, you know exactly where I'm going to go. Tell me. Say it. Say it. No, we're not. We're talking about doctors. You're saying you don't trust doctors. You are saying you don't trust doctors. All right. You've got cancer, Paul. Where are you going to go? To psychiatrists. Where are you going to go? People who think they know the mind. We're not talking about psychiatrists. You've just said, Paul, Paul, I'm turning your fader down because you're an idiot. Right. You're an idiot. You've just said, Paul, and your fader's down so no one can hear you. And I only do that with complete and utter bell ends, right? You've just said you don't trust doctors. I am presenting situations to you that would involve a doctor. What, suddenly you're trusting them now, Paul? No, not on psychiatric issues. I'm talking, so you trust doctors when it comes to physical issues, do you? Yes, yeah. Right, well then you don't, what do you mean more or less? What does that mean? They get, doctors do get it wrong, Ian. Yes, they do, because they're humans. No, they're not uh, omnipotent. Why are you saying, Paul, Paul, you're, you're not as clever as you think you are. What is omnipotence, which I don't think you even know what the word means, what has omnipotence got to do with medicine? Because you, you're giving the impression that doctors know everything. No, I've not. What does om? What does om? What does wrong. what does omnipotence mean? It means they're all powerful, all knowing. No, uh, no it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Paul, you're, not, Paul, you're using words you don't understand. You're using words that are too complicated for you. That is not what omnipotence means. 
But, I mean, omnipotence, omnipotence. Omni means all. Potent means power. They're not all powerful Paul, doctors. Paul, they don't Paul, understand Paul, everything, Paul, Ian. They that's don't not, understand Paul, the mind. Paul, that's, Psycho- psychology Paul, and psychiatry is all this guy's an idiot. nonsense. Paul. Paul, yes. you don't know, you, you're bandying words around like omnipotence, and you don't know what they mean. But we all have our own skew on it, whatever we're No, we don't. There, we know, omnipotence has a definition, and you ain't come close to it yet. Ian, do you believe in God? That is irrelevant. You've not come Why up with... Why do you think you have some absolute knowledge to actually put other people down, call them idiots, say... Because you are, you are giving... Uh, you are an You're idiot, Paul. Paul, Paul. no, I'm not. You are, you are an idiot, Paul, because you are giving advice that could kill people. That's what no, you're doing. You could also save people, oh, though, rubbish, mate. Rubbish. People. Rubbish. It's you haven't got a clue. You've just it's said you don't trust... You've just said you don't trust doctors, right? I've I presented... Don't. Well, I've presented two... psychiatric issues. Well, that, now you, now you've added issues. a caveat. Ten minutes well, in. Caveat. Ten minutes Let in, you've added a caveat. Ten minutes in. Ten minutes in, you've added a caveat. You've gone for the whole blanket, I don't trust doctors. Shut up. You've gone for the whole thing, I don't trust doctors. Then when you get challenged on it, oh, actually, if I've got a broken bone or I've got cancer, I'll trust the doctor. Paul, you're an idiot. I normally enjoy our talks, but boy, oh boy, you have given the most dangerous, ridiculous advice that could ever be given. And you've really, really let yourself down. What the hell are you bringing God into it for? Because no one, you haven't got absolute knowledge, Ian, to, to make these sort of judgments. You are sitting on high. I know you are an idiot. On me. I know you you're are an idiot. You're on me yeah. like a menant, but you are not God. You haven't got that or, or no, 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 authority to no. make that judgment. Well, I've made the judgment that you're an idiot, and I'm and I stand by it. Yeah, but you're making, you sound, making yourself sound a fool by doing No, I'm not, that, mate. I'm not. There's, there's, <laughs> I tell you what. Of truth in what I, t- I tell here. you what, Paul. There there's, be... there's one of us is sounding a fool, and it ain't me in this conversation. Trust me. Look, Trust I, me. I admit, I admit, I don't know everything, and I might be wrong on this. But I but you're I making see... a judgment that can kill people. You know that, I, don't you? You're making a I, judgment no, that but... can kill people. All I'm doing is calling you an idiot. No one's going to die. You're making a judgment and passing advice that could kill people. So I'm, I'm more comfortable, I am more comfortable giving, uh, telling you you're an idiot than giving out medical advice. Uh, Ian, it's, it's, the, the, the issue is more complicated than that. You've reduced it to a very simple level. Because I, I'm I dealing with a very simple person who hasn't got a clue what he's talking about. Well, you're making that assumption on very quickly. I mean, obviously... No, not very quickly. You, what you've said tonight, what you have said tonight is utter rubbish. And what you've said is stupid. Well, Ian, I mean, your judgment is probably infinitely greater than mine, so... Yes, okay, it is. Sir. It is. It is. You've <laughs> proved that because you're an idiot. You've, you've given out dangerous advice that could kill people. I've, I've not. I've not given any advice tonight that could kill someone. I don't someone. think could kill people. Well, I don't you, think people they, die they, from you, coming off medication. They, they, metal, they, this medication. Yeah, well, there you go, Paul. And that's, and that's where you're wrong. There, are, there, are, there is statistical they evidence that through problems like Derek is. He's very vulnerable at the moment. But I, I which, is why I don't want, which is why I don't want Derek to listen to the stupid poison the religious claptrap, the complete and utter guff that is spewing forth from your stupid mouth. Well, I'm glad you got that out to you. Okay, sir, good night. What an absolute bell cheese. I mean, really. Terrible. Terrible. Right, let's go to the other Paul. Yes, Paul. Uh, good evening, Ian. I wish I'd gone to you first. Well, I, I don't think you're going to be in a very... I, I wish you had as well, because I don't think you're going to be in a very good mood now, are you? I'm in a brilliant mood, mate. What you got for us? Um, right, you know you're talking about dreaming? Yes. I have a dream, but I'm cutting my arm off 
With a wood saw. Oh. And when you woke up, you'd eaten the pillow. No, hang on, that's not right. No, no, when I wake up, I'm really happy because I've got both my arms. Why are you not using your real name? My name is Paul. I thought you were Luke or Lee. No, my brother's called Lee. Right, so you got a brother, and does your brother phone me? I very much doubt that. Very confused. Have you seen any, um, what is it, pandas? Cobras? Pumas? Pumas? Yeah, pumas. No, I've seen a red kite today. There we go. Right, so you dream that you're chopping your arm off. Have you seen Monty Python, The Black Knight, when he's chopping bits off of his blood? It's merely a flesh wound. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I have a dream. Yes. I hope this is not a premonition because I've got my right arm and I've got a wood saw, a blunt one. Right. And I'm sawing my left arm off. And there's blood spurting out like the Black Knight. And, uh,. And I don't. To uh, somebody watch him, and they go, "What are you doing?" I say, oh, "I'll be all right in a minute. It's going to fall off." And then yes. I don't wake up. Well, hang on. So the, I don't. But right, okay. So is what is this a prediction that you're going to chop your arm off? Oh, I hope not. Right. I quite like my arms. Okay. I, I've not. I've not asked people to phone in and tell me their dreams. No, but you was on about dreaming, so it just recalled. It just <clears> reminded yeah. me about it. Other people's dreams. Aren't interesting. Oh, right. Has anyone ever told you, has anyone ever said to you, Paul, 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 I had this amazing dream last night, and then the next two minutes of words that have come out of their mouth, has it ever been interesting? I, I don't really remember anyone telling me about their dreams, to be honest with you. And why do you think that might be, Paul? Because it's boring. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, right. Thanks for calling, Paul. Okay, good night. Good night. Let's go to Sam. Good evening, Sam. Hello, you okay? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while since I've called in. I've, um, I'm not really sure why I haven't really honestly been listening. If that's allowed, I'm sorry. Hello? Yes? <laughs> um, I wanted to, like, speak about, um, anxiety, because, um, the caller, um, the caller's, um, behind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, kind of brought it up and um, like I wouldn't say I've been suffering from it but um, like I kind of feel it sometimes that makes sense and I'm not sure if you agree with this but one of the best ways um, I deal with it is going on long walks um, and just sort of talking to my camera obviously I you know, make YouTube videos that sort of thing yes. but um, I also um, when I have um, like experiments depression or days when I'm like uh, particularly, kind of, well, in that in that mindset, I write poetry as well. Oh, I'm not a fan. Oh. I'm not a fan, and I I can't pretend. I, I really don't. I don't get poetry. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I, I mean, I do understand that. I mean, I think it's just we all have our sort of ways of dealing with things. So, and so, like, yes. Well, if that works for me, you, that's great. Yeah, exactly. But obviously, there's other ways as well. But um, no, I mean. I think going on long walks as well is really, really calming. Um, long you know, walks, I do like walk. a nice Zen power walk. I have to, I have like... to str- I have to stride as I'm walking. It's got, it's a fast walk. 
I'm more of a sort of shuffler, really. Just oh, sort of shuffle well then I'll, I'll do two laps, you do one. I'll meet you back <laughs> at the car. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I just want to say, like, um, I really enjoying the show tonight, and I think the way that he handled, um, was it Derek, his name? Yes. Yeah, I think the way he handled that was really, um, not professional. Well, yeah, yeah, so it's professional and, like... Um, human. Human. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. And... I think it's really refreshing to, obviously, it's my first show in a while, and the first caller I hear um, was that, and it made me realise why I like this show so much, <laughs> because it's so human, and you wouldn't get this on, you know, Radio 1. You wouldn't get example. this on talk radio. No, hang on, we are talk radio. <laughs> Sam, listen, I'm glad you've, uh, you've uh, everyone's welcome to come and go, and it's always nice to hear voices that we've heard. Um, Tracy! Hi, Ian. Hey, Tracy. That Paul has got me so angry. Go on. On about doctors, that you know, he doesn't trust doctors. There's a tw- there's a 21 year old neighbour of mine. She died the other day in her house. It was there was two ambulances and an emergency medical doctor came, and they brought her back at 21. What? Gosh. If it's a toss up between what he says, yes, church or the doctors. Mm. Here's, here's, here's the thing, right? So he he has it a faith. Some, so angry, some people some people have a faith and some people don't, right? I think I happen to I'm, I'm coming around more and more to the way of thinking that people with a faith have a, have a, have some form of mental deficiency in their lives. I'm coming around to this way of thinking more and more. Yeah. Um, but to to say, well, you know, you just uh, you just need to invite Jesus into your heart and you won't be depressed. Utter 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 rollocks. That is complete yeah. and utter nonsense. And you can't tell people... She died people, twice in, well, in, on the living room floor with a family around her and ambulance men working on her an emergency medical car come well, and they brought her back twice well, at 21. Maybe they just prayed really heavy. Maybe they rested her head on a Bible. I don't know. Maybe that did it. Maybe that did it. We don't know. But don't it has made me so angry. <coughs> well, don't be angry, oh. Tracy. I'm losing my voice. Like, I'm, I'm on the edge of being being... Um, raspy all the time at the moment. I don't know what's going on, but um, maybe I just need to have a good pray about it. Yeah, get Jesus in your life. Get Jesus in your life, Tracy! I've always been, you know, people want to do what they want to do. That's groovy, man. But as I get older, I'm getting more and more... There's something not quite right about it. There's something not quite right. Um, That was a a spunky uh, second hour, wasn't it? We have another hour to go if you want to give me a call. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. You know the rules, guys. We've we've kind of covered lots of territory this evening. If you uh, want to call in about the stuff we've been talking about, you're very welcome. If you want to call in with something completely different, you're very welcome. The way it works, you'll phone up, you speak to Kath. She'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. It's a late-night phone-in show, unlike any other radio show in the world. We're going to blow the Americans' minds when we go over there in June. Trust me. 0344 499 1000. Don't forget to tick your Rage Our Diaries. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, tomorrow night at ten, we've got Mike McGear. Next Thursday of next week, we've got um, we've got um, oh yes, yeah, Steve Gutenberg. 
Oh, it's very croaky. It's been on, on the on the cusp of going for the last couple of weeks. I don't, I'm coughing up some very green stuff. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. 344499. Hang on, let me do that again, because I, I think I might have added one too many fours. An extra nine? I don't know. 0344 499 1000. That's the phone number. That's the phone number. We're taking the show to New York. Don't worry, guys. I'm not tapping you up for cash. I'm paying for it. Oh, yes. A week in New York doing this show. Meeting celebrities, broadcasting from cafes and bars. <laughs> it's a jolly. It's a jolly. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It ain't work. It ain't work. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. Uh, should I say this? You know we had Joe McGrath on the other week, right? And loads of you, loads of you said... Oh, get Joe on again. Give him a slot. Well, I mean, I don't want to... Let's just say, nothing's been agreed, but... We're chatting to him. We're chatting to him. He'd make a great film reviewer, wouldn't he? Huh? And we never got to hear about Morecambe and Wise and Leonard Rossiter. So, 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 so. I I suspect, I suspect we'll have that gentleman on the guy. You can watch on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Twitter is not read during the show. Don't read any comments about it. Don't look on the Facebook page. Don't acknowledge the tweets. It's a phoning show. If you want to call him, if you want to contribute then pick up your telephones and dial. Let's go to Malcolm. Good evening, Malcolm. Hello, Ian. Good evening. How you doing, man? Um, I don't want to get into any of the last topic about um, medication or anything like that, but I just want to talk about um, about church, if that's all right, um, but not from a medical perspective at all. Uh, I'm of, Well, I am quite... Um, Obviously, I'm a Christian, and uh, what I want to say to you is that I don't know if they know a lot about the Mormon Church. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, mm. right? Uh, I joined them about five years ago, and I've never looked back, <clears throat> because they're, they're a really good church, and they do uh, a lot to help you out in your life. Um, they have like things going on in the church, uh, and we have a family home evening on a Monday night. Uh, and we do a lot of things together in the congregation, and it's a good church, and I want to promote them, the Mormon church because they are brilliant. Well, you're not going to get any recruits by coming no, on. No, 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 no. I'm just giving you a personal view on it. I just think they are brilliant. Well, That's how I met my partner in the church, Isabel. Uh, she's from a place... Now, is it the Mormons that are allowed to have more than one wife? No, no. That's where people do get mixed up. There's two forms of Mormon church. Ah. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Right. And you're talking about the fundamental church of Jesus So you're Christ not allowed more than one wife? No. Oh, no, gutted. You, gutted you joined the wrong one. Uh, that must be very that disappointing. Other church is a different shoot offshoot from the Mormon, the original Mormon well, church, uh, yes. based in Missouri. Oh, that's Missouri. a shame. 
Cause yeah. Is it too late to yeah. transfer? Um, I don't think I wouldn't want. To, I don't think I would want like to transfer. Wouldn't want three wives? Pardon? You wouldn't want three wives? Oh, definitely not. One's enough for me. She's a bit of a handful, <laughs> is she? Well, yes. Probably got an opinion honestly, on stuff. In any way, to have more than one wife, it's bigger me. But obviously, the well, fundamental church of Jesus Christ they do that. Um, but a lot of people do get them mixed up. Um, mm. And obviously, our, our church is like was founded by Joseph Smith. I don't. Um, I, yeah. That, hey, listen. That's great. I'm glad it's working for you, Malcolm. I'm glad it's doing your thing. It ain't my bag, man. Oh, no problem. I just thought I'd come on and just talk about the church. It's done a lot of good things for me because I used to uh, drink a lot and obviously I give up alcohol and I, I don't drink tea or coffee anymore. I, I, I drink all oh, sorts sounds stuff. miserable. Well, I, I, You're not I, allowed to drink tea or coffee, he said, slurping from a big cup of cough. No, no, no. I don't. I drink this stuff called Cairo, which is like a, um, it's a, a drink and it's got different things in it from Holland and Barrett. It's I or anywhere else. It's a health food drink. Yes. Um, but I, 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 What's I wrong with tea? Why is tea? Why is tea sinful? Well, it just says in Joseph Smith, he actually the founder said that it's because it's, um, it's got stimulants in it. And it's not good for you. So it's got what? It's just full of, It's got. It's full of stimulants, isn't it? Well, it's not. Tea isn't full of stimulants. Tea has a small amount of caffeine in it. Yeah. I don't know. It's banned. I mean, it's Why is it banned? Have you not looked into it? If I joined a religion and they said, well, you can't drink tea, do you know what I'd, do you know what I'd say to that? I'd say, why? Yeah. You've not asked that question? Uh, well, no, because... So you, you, you quite like being led and told what to do blindly? Well, they said it's not good for you, so we'll just drink... Well, why is it not good for you? Well, because it's got caffeine and stimulants. It's, it's got a tiny, tiny little bit of caffeine. It's actually it's good for you because it, it it's good yeah. for your heart. Oh, uh, well, I, I don't want to break with the traditional Mormon tradition. But why is it a tradition? Because that's that's what was laid down by Joseph Smith. In what year? Oh, good God. Um, I don't know. I, I Who's really Joseph Smith? What, but are we talking 20th century, 19th century, the 3rd oh, century? 19th century, because he got some, he got tablets of, you know, he had two gold tablets from God. Oh, yeah, and where are these gold tablets now? I haven't got a clue where they are, to be quite honest. Right, yeah, it's it sounds a little bit, like, even more ridiculous than the other religions. Yeah. You can't okay, drink tea, I, I and so he got a gold tablet from from Jesus that said, "Thou shalt not drink tea." <laughs> no, no. What I'm doing, right? I'm don't. not an expert. My partner Isabel, she's a nurse. When she's off, I'll do the ring when she can. She's from America, by the way. Honestly, it's it's, it's it, uh, honestly it's all right, Malcolm. But thank you for the offer. Oh, okay, I just would have thought. I, I just would have thought. Well, you uh, I, not really. I just would have thought if you if you join a religion and they say you can't do this, right? Because some bloke in um, you, what you say the eighteen hundreds, eighteen forties, I think. Right. Okay. Um, so some bloke relatively recently got some gold tablets in the desert from Jesus, but no one knows where they are now. And because of him, you can't drink tea. I would ask, well, why can't I drink tea? Well, it's, I don't know. It's forbidden alcohol. But, you, but that's it. You've not asked. You've not asked why, have you? So you're quite happy to be blindly led and told what to do. Well, it's part of the religion, I think. I suppose. But you don't, you're saying you think and you suppose. But 
you, you, you're quite happy. And, and listen, if that if you're happy to be told what to do blindly, then that's fine. You know, I'm not. I, I question stuff. I want evidence. I want facts. I want to know what is... I know that I, I know that when I drink alcohol, I have an allergic reaction to it. And that allergic reaction is I can't stop drinking alcohol. So that's why I don't touch it, right? I know that, right? But... um. If someone said, yeah, yeah, you can't drink tea because some bloke 200 years ago said it, why? Where's the evidence? Give me some facts. Yeah. All I can tell you, I've been a member of the church for five years, and also um, there was two priests who knocked at my door from the the Majadek priesthood, and they they came round and an investigator came to see me. An investigator? Yeah, joined up. It was good. Well, I'm glad it's working for you, Malcolm. It don't sound like a barrel of laughs. Oh, honestly, Ian, it's fabulous. We do a lot of family things in the church, and we do... I do a lot. I, hey, hey, get this. I do a lot of family things uh-huh. with my family. Yeah. Yeah. You see the point I'm making? Oh, well, yeah, but, I mean, to me, I mean, you know, the church is important, and I enjoy being part of it. It's a big, huge family congregation we get together. Yeah, I get um, together with my family. Yeah. yeah. Do you get the point I'm making? Yeah, yeah, but if any of the moment wants to ring in and have a chat, they can explain it better than me, I suppose, if they come on and have a chat and explain uh, why, why have we Have you just put up the bat signal for Mormons? Pardon? Have you just put up the bat signal for Mormons? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if anyone from the church wants to ring in who knows more... Well, that's very kind of you to... Mean. That's very kind of you to, um, yeah. uh, to dictate what who can phone into my radio show. I appreciate oh, it. sorry, 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 no, um... I just thought if they could come on and give an explanation because I don't know the real answer. Well, we well, but, and I think I don't, I'm not I'm not interested in their explanations. I'm interested in I'm, I'm fascinated by um, your lack of um, initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, again, I, I, you know, it's, it's I what, could I would I I couldn't live um, with such little curiosity. Couldn't I couldn't live. I'm curious all the time. Why? Who? What? Why are they telling me that? Why why are they saying that? Where does that come from? Where's the evidence? Curiosity. And it seems that either they've battered it out of you or you were in such a a mess that you uh, you were happy to um just be led. And that's if that's fine. If that if that works for you, you were happy to 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 be led. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way I'm, it, You're like, happy so to be led. What it was. Yep. Real happy Absolutely. to be led. Okay. That's fine. Great. I, I would... It would drive me nuts. Oh. Um, well, I enjoy being part of the church because we do a lot of functions together. I do functions. Family. I do functions. Yeah. I go to functions. Mm-hmm. But I don't do many because I hate functions. Yeah. Um, Can't imagine anything worse than a function. Particularly with a load of religious people. Yeah, they're great. No, I bet they're not. I, I bet they're dull. I'm actually hoping, and this will probably cut me off here, but I am actually hoping to uh, go on mission shortly. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to be picked out so I can go on mission and go overseas and do a bit of mission work for the church. That would go be overseas. Go, can't you go overseas now? Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, go to somewhere to, you know, to, to spread the word, you know, to, to a bit more, to, to, for the other people to get oh, to learn God. about the Mormon church. 
Well, if I were you, I'd do I'd do a little bit more research first because you ain't been able to answer one of my questions. And also, where would you like to go and spread the Mormon word? Where where would be your ideal place? Uh, ooh, China would be a difficult challenge, wouldn't it? Leave them alone, Malcolm. Yeah. Leave 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 them alone. Leave them alone. Don't okay. don't 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 go and nah. I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I just I you know. Kind of want. Yeah. I, I don't 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 go to China. It's a brilliant country, but don't go and 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 bang on about this. Also, do you know what they drink in China? Oh, I've got no idea. They drink tea. Or they drink all the tea in China. Right. So you'd be buggered. Oh, well, That's probably bad as well. The, the... All right, Malcolm, thank you. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Um, James and Paul come to you after this. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We lost Paul. Ah, well. I was in um, the Costa Coffee today. I dared to go to the Costa Coffee near Paul today. I drove past it. I thought, ah, I haven't had any breakfast. It was midday. I haven't had any breakfast. I fancy a coffee. I go in and, and I saw two gentlemen that I thought might have been, one of which might have been Paul. <laughs> if he calls back in, well, then. Yes, James. Hi, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was still tired. Glad that rung in last week. Say that again. I was the poet guy that rung in last week and forgot your name, Ian. The Remember po- it now. The poet guy. The the one that uh, writes poetry. But I don't want to talk about okay poetry. No. Okay. No. My actual my actual day job is um, hospital porter. Okay. Good. Good work. Well, and, uh, yes. And um, basically, I mean, uh, we're the ones with a sense of humour. Well, um, we quite like so like um, obviously if someone's really not well, they won't really want to hear some of the stuff, on, some of the gags that we do. You know, gags. Them. well, you know, not gags, but you know, we. Well, you said gags. You you you, you yeah. said gags. Yeah, and I said and I said gags. Yeah, but some of the stuff to try and cheer them up. Gags. You know. Yeah, jokes. Jokes. You, you, so you, what, you're pushing dying bit, people around? Of, no, we're not pushing dying people. To, you know, it's like um, well, going they, for people die in X-ray hospitals. and yes, but not all the time. Sometimes no. they get better. Yes, that's true. That's true. Otherwise, <laughs> it's terrifying to go there. Yeah. So you're pushing people to X-rays, to X-rays or scans or wherever they need to go. Yeah. You know, and so. Yeah, we try and lighten the atmosphere with them a little bit. With jokes. Uh, Give us so an yeah. example. Right, all right. Okay. I, imagine uh, I'm, uh, I'm being taken to a <laughs> hospital, uh, to a, yeah. to an x-ray, because um, I've got something I can't swallow properly. Um, yeah. Give me a, give me an example of some of the gags. The, the, give me the routine okay, that you'll I'm, do. Right, first of all, right, it's really in porn, obviously. If a person's in pain, if a person... You can say a person just doesn't want to use the because they're not talkative. Yeah. They're nothing like that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, but if people just maybe wouldn't mind a bit of a distraction, start off uh, if we're pushing a bed. Yes. You know, when um, getting on getting on an aeroplane, you're just about to take off, and the pilot does that big run through of to like a health and safety staff. You say it's like um, welcome aboard at four fifty, whatever it is, and then um, yeah, there'll be. be I don't think it's the pilot that does that. The, the pilot's a little bit busy. I, it's the, it's the, um, the, the, the stewards and the stewardesses. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes. The announcement. The announcement. I'm not talking about the physical. And you're saying this to me as I'm lying on a stretcher being wheeled to X-ray because I might have cancer. Okay. No. We're saying this. Um, it's like um, we don't do it so like, obviously to people who like not. So if they've got cancer, you won't do it. But uh, if they've got, if they're having an amputation, you might. You don't go for scan and get your legs chopped off. Well, they, they might. Uh, you're a doctor. You a doctor now? Sorry, I thought you were a porter. No, not a do- doctor. Well, exactly. If, if but, they go and yeah. if they go and do an X-ray and they realise that you've got a blood clot, they they might chop your leg off. Yes, well, but also, you're you know, doing your. your I, I thought you were just telling gags about, hey, my mother in law. I tell you what, my mother in law is so fat. If she was a gladiator, she'd be called fat. I thought you'd be doing stuff like that. You're actually doing Jerry Seinfeld routines about airports. Jerry Seinfeld? Not sure I've heard of him. Explain who he is. Probably one of the greatest stand ups. One of the greatest right. comedians ever. Okay, I I I'll accept that. Thank you. But I don't I don't know. Um, you don't know Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, you, so you do it. Okay, I've carry heard, on. So carry on. Me. We're with the routine. Let's get get so, on with the routine. Anyway, so yeah, just, yes. it's like uh, do things like as if um, they're on um, an airplane. Yeah. You know, it's like just like um, any emergency stops. Yeah. yeah. Here's the exits. Yes. At the sides and things like that. Get but, to the um, funny bit, because... Oh, I then not know. But then, um, other things like, um... What hang on, what? Other things like we just, um, try and GM up it. Hang on a minute, was that you... Was that the oh, routine yeah. about the aeroplane? <laughs> well, yeah, but the other thing, um... Well, where was the joke? Yeah, Okay, you got to be there to appreciate us. No, you've not. You just said. I thought you were building up to the joke. <laughs> well, that's the type of stuff that we... But you've not said that. anything. You So someone's going to, to have an x-ray and you said, hey, you know when you're on an aeroplane yeah. and um, they do that thing with the safety announcement. <sighs> that's it. Yeah, we actually do this whole routine of a safety do announcement. Do it. Do it. Okay, all right then. All right then. Um, my name's James, that's John. Uh, we got pause for this job. Um, please keep your hand in, in the bars, inside the bars the whole journey. And, and yeah, you should be have any collision, don't worry, because we've got bumpers all around. And also, in the event of an emergency, Please use the exits at the front of the bed. Yeah, and that's really it. Um, we won't be using, like, there's no life jackets. So there's 
no water involved. <laughs> That's a good line. There's no life jackets because there's no water involved. That is a good line. Um, you mentioned yeah. collisions. Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, uh, you might bump into another bed. Another flipping, eh? Like, you're not going that fast. I mean, it's only touching type thing, you know. But, and the bed's all sort of like uh, padded. Anyway, but... Um, so, we just do routines like that sometimes. And what's the, um, what's the feedback? Has anyone ever asked you to stop? Has anyone ever complained to management? <laughs> no, because we do make sure, obviously, it's like... That they've yeah. been uh, anaesthetised before... Anaesthetised and, uh, you know, totally don't know what's going on. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's better. But, um, great, it's great, it's great, James. But we do, so, like, obviously make sure that they are... Okay for to like a bit of a laugh, yeah, because it can be a bit boring in hospitals. Yeah. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. And Still, um, with crazy characters like you you and John around, that that's um <laughs> gonna lighten the mood. Well, may as well. Yeah. You should wear um a a clown's nose and a clown's wig and have big um like size yeah. thirty two shoes. Yeah, it's not part of the uniform. No, okay, just no, no. You, you considered it. Okay. Clown shoes are not safety boots, are they? They are not safety boots, James. They are not. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, well, I look so, forward to our conversation next week when we get another little glimpse into the life of James. Okay. Thank you so well, much. Then, yep. Anyway, it is a bit different from, from talking about religion and... It, it certainly is. This 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 hour, James, seems to be um, the nutcase central. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, let's have a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh well, look, 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 look. We've got. Um, our colleagues are jealous of us, Catherine. Our colleagues, Sam Harris, who is news on Talk Sport, enjoyed Ian Lee giggling and playing what I think sounded like Mario Kart behind me tonight at work. That's right, guys. I bought a GameCube for this show, and we were play- it arrived today. And we were playing, me and Kath were playing Mario Kart. And sh- and I saw 15-year-old Kath, and she was rubbish at Mario Kart. Um, the only problem is, here's the thing. Um, because it's not built, the GameCube, not built for LCD TVs. So the picture uh, uh, is awful. It's really washed out, and, and um, none of the vibrant colours. And it, it, it cost me, like, 50 quid, right? When, of course, I could have bought a Nintendo Wii... For 20 quid, and the colour wouldn't have been washed out, and you can play GameCube games on it. So, basically, I've been an idiot. And loads of you said, I'll get a Nintendo Wii. I went, nah, I'm an idiot. So part of me is thinking, well, I saw a Wii in the sex shop today. 20 quid, I'm a... I can't get no, no, because then suddenly it becomes like no, 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 no. But then, then I was Google, I was eBaying old TV, old portable TVs. 
I don't know. If I, if, I can get, if I can get a Wii for a tenner, I might, I might get it for a tenner. But the GameCube is a beautiful machine. Absolutely beautiful. Um, Paul, were you in Costa today or did you walk past it with an old lady? <laughs> no, I wasn't in Costa today, don't worry. You and didn't walk you... past it with an old lady? Because there were two people. No. One walked in and one walked past with an old lady. And he turned, he looked like, he looked like how I imagine you looked. A bit <laughs> a deranged and sex-starved. <laughs> and he turned round and looked at me, and I thought, oh, that's Paul, I'm off. You do not have to worry, Ian. Even if I do ever see you in Costa, I will not approach you at all. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. But did you get my email earlier? You hung up on me last night when I said about an avocado coffee. Um, no, if th- you're saying you emailed me. I did email you. Yeah, don't read them. Okay, fine. It's a phone-in well, show, not an email show. All right, I, fine. I've phoned in now, haven't I? Right, okay. And because and, 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 uh, also, I stopped reading your emails after the other night when you just sent me loads of abuse. I did, and I apologise for that. Well, no, I you apologised for some of it, and then you sent me some more abuse. So no, I didn't. No, I didn't. You did. You did. You're quite mean. <laughs> okay, can I? Okay. I was I sucking was... something today, and it reminded me of your mum. Was it a whole? <laughs> it was a whole oh, soother, yeah. That's low. That's no, it a was low a, joke. Yeah, well, it, it was very low. No, it was a whole soother, and I was sucking it, and I thought, "Oh, Paul's mum." I did genuinely. That's thought, a low. Paul's mum. Okay, I'll follow it up. Right today. Here we go. Okay, you know, you know, you taking the piss out of me basically by saying, hmm? by saying, I bought my mum for Mother's Day. Bag of popcorn and some more. No, I'm sweet. not taking. I'm not taking the Mickey out of you, mate. You, 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 people are making their own judgments. That you okay, for Mother's right. Day you bought I some will, whole I'll, soothers and a two pound thirty bag of popcorn. I will follow it up today. My mum has been able to get a supermarket again in her daddy's shop. Her favourite, her favourite comfort softener for her washing machine. It is made a week. Yes, my mum does not drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes. Just simple things, please her. What's the so difference? What is wrong with me buying my mum some popcorn and whole silver sweets for mothers? But I would uh, recommend that she does. She stops drinking the comfort. Is it Southern Comfort? <laughs> um, what's the difference? And I genuinely don't know this. And every time I go in and buy, because now, because I remember when you used to have to buy washing powder. And fabric softener. And yeah. some some people, they just use the washing powder. No, 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 because the clothes come out all clunky. You got But now you get the little um, the little liquid tabs, don't you? Yeah, the right? liquid tab, yeah. Right, here's the question, right, Paul, and you're, you're an intelligent man. You'll be able to answer this. Okay. Every time I go and buy them, it, it floors me for about five minutes. I'm stood there going, um, um, what's the difference between bio... And non-bio <laughs> liquid tabs. You, okay, right. As far as I know, here we go. There's a straight answer straight away. Here we go. Straight in. Boom. Bio. Yes. And non-bio. Yes. You use non-bio for your white washing and bio for your coloured washing. Where and where if where the hell have you got that from? Because it would say you don't buy separate ones for different colours. It uh, would say on the front, use this one for whites. As far as I know, straight off the top of my head, <coughs> I believe that's the truth. Well, you, but bear in mind, you don't know what binary means, despite me telling you five times. Okay, right. I know what omni. I know what that omni 
Press it. Where do you assign that it means well, without Googling it? Well, you can't even say it, so I'll be surprised if you do, but go on. <laughs> okay, right. It means that, and it's a bad, it's a bad word to use, and you're right using it at the moment. It means that it is a ruler of everything from a god. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, no. And no, the, it doesn't. And the omnipresent. How can no pres- one know what the, omnipresent and means? And the press it at the end of it means they get a word from it called posse, which you would call in these days people forming gangs that believe they are rulers. You bloody Google it. I've not Googled it. It's what I believe is true. No, I, I'm not Googling it because, A, Google is now banned during uh, the hours of 10 till 1 because I think it okay. makes the show a bit more fun. B, I, I can speak this language that we call English and I know what the words mean in it. Okay. And you, so you think that omnipresence means a, a, an all-ruling gang or posse? Well, the press, the present bit... They've derived in modern day language to be a posse, but omnipresent <laughs> means they people believe in one ruler as a god. No, it doesn't. But the, okay, well, it, it was uh, it was a, it was a nice try. Well, I'm afraid you'll find it's true. <laughs> you fair play, Paul. You destroyed me there with that argument. Have you looked it up now? No, I'm not going to. Uh, Google doesn't exist during the hours of ten till one on weeknights. It's a great rule that me and Kath came up with last week, and it makes the show so much more fun, and it makes it harder for us because we, because I could Google bio or non-bio, yeah, but we 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 having to we're having to um, search in our memory banks to remember things. And yeah, and I'm not saying it's true. It's just what I think I know from well, memory. I, I, well, I can tell you, it is not true. It is wrong. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah, you're welcome. Right, I will ask you say yes. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I will Yeah. I will lastly say. What's happening? It's like you're, are you melting? Your battery's running out. No, you know, you know, you, just you, start, said, you started slurring. You know, you said the other day that you did not believe in the Grand National. Well, I believe it exists. I've seen it on the telly, yeah. but I don't. But think you don't it agree with it. No, no, I agree with you. I don't agree with well, it. I'm a very wise man, Paul. But do you know they held a thing last weekend called the Lamb National? And they named all the sheep that ran in the race. And do you know what, what the name was, the one that won was? Ed Sheeran. Totally true. <laughs> yeah. I have no, I, I, it's totally true, that. I have no idea what I am meant to do with that information. Okay. Also, they held... Yeah. You said you said that was the... you said that was your last point. Also, they held nope. a thing last a week. Okay. Also, he doesn't even held... know what the word "last" means. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I will say another final thing. Sorry. Uh, you'll say another final thing. Okay. So here's another final thing. Here we right, go. A final, final thing. A final, final thing. Okay. Yes. Right. You, you and I share the same coffee shop. Yeah. Right. There, w- there is a thing called avocado coffee, and I predict, as you were talking about people making predictions before, yeah. I will predict avocado coffee will be sold majorly in all coffee shops in this country within the next two years. 
No, you can put that down on tape. There is an actual prediction for you. Right. It's a bit of a rubbish one. Here's the thing, right? Because I was in that coffee shop today, and I, I was looking at the the, <laughs> the bottles, the, the flavoured bottles. They had um, uh, vanilla. The they, syrup in it. The yeah, syrup thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Right? But avocado no, coffee no. includes syrup. I'm, I'm doing the thing. Right. Coffee should only be which flavour? Well, you say you only drink a bloody latte. Nah. Coffee, Paul, here's a question for you. Should only be which flavour? Well, you're saying coffee, but yes, I don't believe yes, that. Yes, coffee should only be coffee flavour. Right, I don't you want... say you drink a latte, so you have it with loads of milk. I don't want vanilla flavouring. I don't want cinnamon. I don't want any. I don't yeah. want. I certainly don't want avocado flavoured coffee. Are you, okay, then, and no, avocado they, doesn't even have any flavour. They they do a flipping charcoal coffee these days in some places. It's bloody ridiculous. Yeah. No, but that doesn't mean what you think it means. You absolute pudding. It's not charcoal flavour. They'll have roasted the beans over charcoal, so it'll be smoky. No, they put charcoal. No, in they the don't. Coffee. They don't put charcoal in the coffee. God, have you ever heard of a flipping modern day hipster in flipping in flipping East London? Have I ever had a modern day hipster in flipping East London? No, I said, have you ever heard of a modern day hipster in East London? And what's like that? Shoreditch. Yes, I've been there. Go to a coffee shop there. They'll they'll offer you a flipping charcoal made coffee. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for your your insight, Paul. As as always, I bow to your superior knowledge on these things. No, I'm not. I don't say I have superior knowledge. No, uh, and I was being sarcastic. Yes. Thank you. You look up that there no. is such a thing as avocado coffee. No, I'm not going to. It comes from South America I as, a, I, as a street drink. Couldn't care less. A street drink. Oh, street drinks and street food. Yeah, street, street food. food. There's no such thing as street food. It's food. You go into That's a flipping restaurant and it's called street food. We serve street food in our restaurant. Well, then it's not street food. It's food. Street food to me means a flipping kebab fan, yes. You're a very cultured and wise gentleman, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. You're welcome. Unbelievable. Uh, oh th- <laughs> what is going on tonight? This is weird. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um. Last uh, 12 minutes of the show, 0344, 499, I'm very tired, my throat is really playing up. Um, uh, but you know, the, 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 there is no test to, everyone gets the vote, everyone gets the vote, <laughs> there is no IQ test. Well it makes life more colourful doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the reason that we're going to get blue passports. That's the reason why Trump won. Trump won. Why everyone hates Cadbury's because they're halal. And <laughs> they've ruined Easter. Oh, Jesus. 
Oh dear, it's been a strange one tonight. It's been very weird. Oh, uh, I'm losing my voice. Not to level where it's going. You know, I don't think it's going to go completely, but it's um, it's very weird at the moment. It's a bit croaky, isn't it? I think it's hay fever. No, yeah. no, no. I've got a cold. Um, say so in the morning, coughing up some fluorescent green. Gosh. Flob, coming up. That's attractive. What I do? No, I'm not going to say that's disgusting. I put it on my tongue and look at it. Oh, God! Like that, in the mirror. And then what? Oh, gosh. I'm going to spit it on the floor. In the, in the toilet? No. Hey, you're like this. Just recycling goo. Go on. By the way, I was excellent at Mario Kart. I just couldn't see properly. Yeah, well, the screen was washed out. To get the cable that will fix it, it's like 250 quid. I still loved it, though. I think I can master it. Yeah, it was good. It's a good game. We'll play it tomorrow. Um, it's a shame about the picture. Right. Bio and non-bio. Yeah. Pourquoi? Right. Yati. Bio. Yes. It's got enzymes for in it. For whites. No, that's And non-bio is for coloureds. Segregation of the um, washing cans. It's all shine, that. Yes. Because what <clears> bio <throat> is, it's biological. So it's, I know what it means. It's got a biological component yeah, in the it. So non-biological. Yeah. So if you've got um, things for sensitive skin, babies... Or like silks, things like that. Don't put don't put biological on it because it just eats away at whatever it finds. Okay. But you're non-bio. I mean, I whack that on energy on, on on everything. But that doesn't clean as well as bio. Bio's no. got the chemicals. I mean, it in depends it. how filthy. You oh God, awful. The apostrophe Avenger. Have you seen this? Oh guy? yes. The hooded crusader. Who corrects rogue punctuation under the cover of darkness? Do you know what that turns me on? It is the city home to the elusive guerrilla artist Banksy. Someone spotted Banksy the other day. Well, yeah. I looked away from the picture. I don't <coughs> want to know who he is. Well, it's just a bloke. It's just a man with a man's courage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now there is another hooded crusader prowling the streets of Brizzle. A grammar vigilante who's been defending locals from the scourge. Scourge. Scourge, thank you. Of rogue. Rogue. Apostrophes. Apostrophes. By day, he is a highly qualified professional engineer. Please um, talk. Whose extraordinary double life is known only to a handful of friends. But under the cover of night, he roams the city streets yes. in search of erroneous apostrophes on street signs and shop fronts. Oh, yes. Shrouded. He's done it. Look. Oh, God. Tired. When I retire, I'm doing that. <clears throat> you should do it anyway. I've got time. I don't know how to use apostrophes. No. That's one of my lifelong missions is to oh. teach you. What's the Oxford comma? The Oxford comma is a, a comma in a, um, like after an and robot. There's a good song about that, isn't there? Have you heard that by Vampire Weekend? No, I'm not aware of their work. Who gives up about the Oxford comma? <laughs> I wonder if there's, let me see if there's a version that hasn't got swears yet. I think in these days where everyone's publishing themselves, it's the only way to judge someone. About an Oxford comma. Let me see. Hmm. I wonder if this is, if I find a radio friendly. It's a good little song. I don't know anything about Vampire Weekend, but it's, um, 
Oh, the video is directed by Richard A. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm going to play it, but there might be... A sw I think this is a censored version, but if not, I'll hit the dump and okay. we'll stop, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're playing. Here we go. Is this coming out? It's a good song. You might hear swearing, Periscope. I think this is the censored version. Back no. on the not uh, can we did we get the dump there emma did we get the dump just look at the dump screen now thank you <laughs> that's not the um censored version apparently not it's a good song though mm -hmm. who gives up about knoxford karma i'd like to play it. it's a lovely song but um maybe it's something we could all do privately yep yep we'll stay behind after and um why is it called an oxford comma Hey, do you know who invented the weekend? Oh! Um, it would be um, the, the Lord our God. No, no, no. Go on. Put my feet up. I'm going to enjoy this. It's a good question, isn't it? Oh, because people used to work, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what who you mean? Because the Greens, I was reading about weekends this week, because the Greens want to make it a three-day weekend. What's right? the French for a weekend? Le weekend. Oui. And, um... Loads of people can't say, oh, bloody Greens. Well, the Greens have got more MPs than UKIP. I'm assuming that we'll see them on Question Time uh, and any questions every week. They're just saying what we're all thinking. Um, so the Greens want to do a three-day weekend, and everyone's going, oh, like that, right? And my initial reaction is, oh. but then I was thinking, oh, why, why? Why have we got this weekend? Why, two, two, why is it two days? Why is it not one day? Right. The weekend. Invented. How long ago? 1800? No, mate. Oh. 20th century. It's 20th century invention. Wow, you're twisting my melon. Henry Ford. You're kidding me. Henry Ford invented the weekend. Why? Um, to, to be fair to his workers. He just kind of, kind of said... You know, I, I, I read the headline. I didn't read the rest of it because I got bored. <laughs> uh, my mind is not that inquisitive. But Henry Ford invented the weekend well, that's in start. about 1920. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So it's only, it's not, the weekend's not even a hundred years old. Well, then let's make it a three-day weekend. You know, because, okay, the Christians. That mean me taking a pay cut. I don't think I can afford it. The Christians have it off on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Jews have it off on a Saturday. Yeah, Friday night into Saturday, though, isn't it? And the Muslims have it off on a Friday, I think. I think so. So let's make it, let's make Le Weekend. Le Troisième Day. Troisième Day. So let's do that, is what I think. So I'm with the Greens on this, and I would vote, um, I would vote Brexit. If the Greens went on a, we will, we have for Brexit, but we'll give you a troisième weekend. I'll be like, yeah. All but right. if you're for Brexit, why? Pourquoi est-ce que tu parles français? Yeah. Mm, that's exactly. Mm. C'est curieux. Yeah. Um, uh, shrouded in a black hoodie and hat, he goes out armed with an eight foot long apostrophizer. Oh, yeah. And stepladder, which he uses to reach the highest signs. Yes. Sign apostrophe. No! Signs, apostrophe. No! <laughs> Signs. Don't make me come over there. Nope. 
the, the vigil... By the way, you doing the uh, quote marks. Yeah. My, my eldest has discovered quote marks oh, recently. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah. She, she, said to, she started to refer to her dad as dad <laughs> with the quote bunnies. <laughs> Hilarious. I, um, you know, okay, I, dad. <laughs> I interviewed, uh, you, the, you know, the guy, the Pokemon Go guy today. What a nice man. <laughs> and, you know, really lovely man. And um, he's got an older son and a 10-year-old son, of course, loves Pokemon. And he said, um, I have to be really careful what I say around the house because I can't, I can talk to my wife, but I can't reveal any, um, you know, kind of trade secrets about the game, what's coming out in the game. Because my have, my 10-year-old son listens. And he and he said this brilliant line. He said, he said it's like having Julian Assange living with you. <laughs> I thought that was such a good line, such a good line. They might, he, he, his boy might be coming in. He's invited this. Oh, his, brilliant! His, 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 his lad sounds like a, a very clued-up young man, so he might be coming in one night. Um, and so this fella goes around and does stuff, and that's that. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, the vigilante was spurred. Um, who was spurred into action in 2003 when he spotted a council sign that read "Open Monday" apostrophes oh, yeah. to Friday, oh. and another sign for Amy's nail apostrophe oh, s. Stop it! That stuff makes my ovaries shrivel. He said, "It was just so in your face. Yeah. I just couldn't abide it. it." Since then, he has corrected other mistakes, which included Vincenzo and Son, gentlemen's hairstylists. There's no apostrophe there. Oh, no. stylists. Hairstylists. Is there an apostrophe in there? Well, there isn't, and that's what he's corrected. Good. Herbert's the bakery, and a greengrocer's advert for potatoes, but potatoes with an apostrophe S. Good on you, brother. I'm with you. Potatoes is ES. Yes. I just want your approval. I just want you to like me. That's all it is. Keep working on it. I just it. want you to like me. One day. He takes care to make his corrections fit in by using the same typeface. What was it? Um, oh, there was um, where I used to live in North London. Someone put an accent on loads of signs above the E. Cafe. No, for Barnet. So it became Barnet. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't strictly need one if it's got a T on the end, but oh, I like it. Come on. Well, guys, that really has been a weird show, hasn't it? Just, I mean, it's, we've been all over the shop, and um, I've kind of enjoyed it. And, um, well, maybe you have as well. Don't forget there are podcasts. Uh, don't forget we are coming to uh, Manchester on... I meant to, right, we'll do this tomorrow. Manchester on May the 6th, and then also Manchester on July the... Something. Something. Maybe July the 29th. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow night at 10... Fingers crossed, if he gets back in touch, we've got Mike McGear, or Mike McCartney, as he's calling himself now, which will be a lot of fun. Emma, thank you. Catherine, we'll talk after this. Um, until tonight at 10, ta-ta. Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking.